the back. Oh, is this thing on? <laughs> oh, he's... The boys are back in town. They're back. They for... thought we were done. They they canned us out. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, took a little holiday, innit? When was the last episode? Start of June. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, because it was before we went away, and I think that's when it released. I think we recorded it before. I think you're right. Yeah, Kendrick's album wasn't even out yet. That's when we recorded our last part. Gen- yeah, yeah, it must have been. Yeah, so it's been uh it's been a long road. Apologies back. for the gap in episodes, but the boys you can't you can't count them out you can never do it you live a very wild lifestyle yeah 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 <laughs> so now we're back for episode 9 I've got no there's no more Star Wars movies to make uh, silly pun names out of <laughs> ran out I'm sorry that's the real reason it's taken us so long <laughs> yeah so um where where do you want to pick pick back up with? Cause well, I feel like we've missed quite a few topics. Yeah, a you lot. know, a lot of music's come out. Stranger yeah. Things has Stranger come things. out and then come out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Obi Wan has wrapped up. Uh, Moon Knight, I think, Moon had Knight's just finished. wrapped up, yeah. but we didn't talk about it. Doctor Strange, we didn't talk about that on the pod. So, yeah. T- take your pick, really, wherever you want to um, dive in. Well, I remember when we... Did we talk about... I don't think we even talked about Future's album, did we? No. No, it had come out, but we were like, let's wait and talk about all the music. All the new releases. Together. So do you want to do that now, new releases? I guess we talk about... Been, yeah, if we start with been the music. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, uh, who do you want to start with? I'm happy to start with Future. I feel like Kendrick, we might have a bit more of a debate over. Maybe. I, possibly. <laughs> we'll Let's see. do it. Let me so. uh, bring up the track list just so we don't flop. All right. So Future, I Never Liked You. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? I thought it was a good album. Quite a good album. Um, I forgot he added songs to it. I still haven't heard any of them <laughs> same here so we're not gonna so we're not 100%. discussing the deluxe that isn't a deluxe he just like re-released it with yeah, extra tracks yeah. um no I, I, I thought it was a good album um i was pleasantly surprised i was gonna say i think got. this is um exactly what we were hoping for from future when we talked about it. we were talking about it sort of being like uh the wizard that style of future album yeah. rather than his more recent release and I think this definitely was. This was just a super consistent future album. Mm. Uh, like great features. Absolutely. Like um, obviously, yay! It's the one from Donda, Donda Two, even. Yes. Yeah. But um, brushed up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, man, just Drake absolutely mm. fucking killed yeah, both his two features. Drake features. Yeah, I mean, "Wait for You" is already one of my favorite songs of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. No, just great track. you, you got that. Future and Drake, you know, they can... I feel like they can make a, almost any... Within their lane, they can make almost any genre of collab at yeah, this point. Because they've just worked together that often. And you've got that beautiful Thames sample and just... Mm. Thames's voice just sounds... Oh. No, it, it works perfectly, that track. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, the track with Ye, I thought was 
great as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought um, yeah, it was. It gave me hope because you know, Donda Two. What I'd heard of it, I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, and I already wasn't a fan of Donda really, so mm. I was sort of like, ah, oh, what's going on? But this it's, was like, yeah, but because like all the stuff that was being said about Donda Two, like it was meant to be executive produced by Future, and then this song came out of it, so it kind of had me a little bit like, well, like if they actually collabed on Donda Two. They actually made an album. Yeah, like I think it would be great. Just yeah. this, this, because it's the type of sound was very similar to a track off Donda. Like if that mm, was on Donda, mm, it wouldn't yeah, feel out of place. It sort of reminds you of like off the grid. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. So it was. It just made me think like this. This newer Yay sound we've been getting in recent months. Yeah, I feel like him future fits on it so well. Yeah, con- considering they don't have a lot of collabs, really. I think they only have the one. Uh, I won, right? I won. That's yeah, the future song. I think I think that's. The, do they have any others apart from that? I don't think so. So it's not a either way. Even if they have like one or two others, it's not a pairing. You automatically go, oh yeah, yeah, yay in future. But when you think about it, it sh- it should. Yeah, it's like, like they are a perfect, pair, especially at the moment where you just kind of want to hear yay talk his shit. Mm. Really, <laughs> with everything that's been going on in his life, I just kind of want to hear him wiling out a bit I did, well, I, which I, is what he's doing on that yeah. song so it's just um, obviously we've got <laughs> Gunner and Fug yeah uh, four day free the boys <laughs> big slime yeah uh, Puffin of Zooties oh <laughs> great what track. a great track that uh, Holy Ghost love you better yeah uh, that the intro track 7.12pm mm. I really like um, I mean I'll be honest most of these songs are, uh, I'm that fella great great song uh i quite like the what was the outro of back to basics yeah um obviously now i don't know the the only one i didn't really love was chickens chicken to be honest Uh, it didn't really click with me um but apart from that as i said i really liked every song on here no yeah it was an enjoyable album it was one of them one of them albums where for me, there was no song I immediately went, yeah, like this is yeah. considerably less quality than... Yeah, the same. Other. I know I, I just pointed that out as one I wasn't a fan of, but it's not like I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> it was still like, oh, this is a solid future song. It was just like, I was really loving this album and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I like when future just focuses, you know, because like we said before, future makes so much music. Sometimes it's like, hey, here's all of this, and you can be a bit like, there's no cohesion or whatever. Yeah. But I thought this was just like, here's a bunch of songs I worked on that similar enough vibe that they fit together and just make a great album. Mm. No, definitely. No. Super enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from that, I don't have too much to say about it other than just, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, like like I said, like, um, I wasn't going into it expecting, like... Uh, genre defining yeah. album like I don't I don't ever I mean really this is like his what his 10th fucking out, like you know what I mean yeah. like this is our we're deep into Future's discography at this mm. point I'm not really looking for you know he's had his classic sort of thing I'm yeah. just looking for yeah. solid just consistency yeah where, where it feels like he put in effort and this like yeah. as I said I really yeah, enjoyed yeah no yeah same as you really I don't have tons and tons to say mm. about the album but like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good album. 
singles is great. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, then, do you want to jump into Kendrick straight away, or do you want to talk about some of the more recent, because obviously you've got Brent recently. I haven't heard Brent's album. Oh, you haven't heard no, Brent's no, album? No, no. Never mind then. Shocking. Poor from you. Yeah, yeah. I need to hear that. Have you heard so Burner Boys? Because I've, only, I've Boys. only heard half no, of it. No. Have you heard the song with Huss, though? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a banger. <laughs> I was going to say, I just had to chat. I was like, tell me you've at least heard that. <laughs> that's um, what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I, I mean, as we've been saying, Huss just needs to drop something. It's, it's summer, man. Yeah. Like, like we need a Huss album for the summer. Yeah. Especially with this weather. Uh, yeah, the heat wave is out. <laughs> Come so, on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you want to... Who else dropped... Obviously, we had Post drop. I, I've i only heard the one song, apart from the singles. Yeah, I mean, you're not missing much. I was going to say, so. you kind of warned me off it. Do you want to, like, just give your kind of thoughts briefly, I guess? Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Post, he's been going in this direction, like, it's since Beer Bongs, it's kind of been, like, each album's been, like... Poppier. Yeah, but, like... It, and that that isn't necessarily an issue, but the quality is also dropped. Yeah, that's. The, I, I I mean, it's the difference between like, you know, the weekend gets poppier with every album, yes, more or less. But then, arguably, but it's like the quality keeps. Yeah, it's more up. polished. Yeah, whereas I don't know, and the, inspired like the weekend, he isn't just going pop. Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. an, It's like an idea of pop where it's like. I, uh, 80s inspired yeah 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 there's there's more of a, a vision to it yeah whereas, whereas Pose is like sort of like hit, let me we chase a bag yeah yeah <laughs> and, um, and which is a shame because I really like that song with Roddy Rich um that mm, he released mm. you know it's not like the best Post Malone song ever but I, I thought mean, it was good track. you know it restored the feeling a bit I was like okay I didn't really fuck with the last album this kind of got me yeah yeah you know I, I think when Post works with more hip hop artists brings out better sides of him normally mm. whereas what i heard of this album i was like oh i don't know like doja like I, I heard that song and i heard the intro and i'm like how did he him and doja cat should make an absolute banger yeah like i mean we we compared them to each other already where they're both kind of she's a bit more of a rapper than he is but they're both very hip-hop influenced but kind of exist between genres yeah, a bit. Yeah, they, they kind of blur the line. Yeah. Well, well Post did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about now. It's just... And so it's like, but I don't know, she just like annihilated him on that song. Mm. When I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah. I really hope they were going to go back and forth a bit more and like just do more. Like, I don't know. I was just, Post felt a bit sleepy. <laughs> and that's kind of like the whole album. Yeah. It so just, it feels like he's kind of phoning it in a little bit. Like, mm. um, like some of the songs he's trying to get deep about like his um issues with alcohol and that but mm. it just came off as to me it just came off as a bit shallow where like he's not really committing to any yeah. one idea or sound i get what you mean like it's sort of like and now we have our deep song and yeah, then we have yeah. this you know it feels very for the streaming yeah numbers sort and, of thing and like when you hear like beer bongs that that was like that was a combination of sounds but they all were like so inspired yeah. and the quality of beer bongs every song was like Bang up, bang up, yeah, bang I was gonna up. say, and just they were good music, like just yeah, super listenable, super fun. Mm. You know, there was a good mix. I, I mean, fucking, he managed to make better now, which is by all accounts a sad song, something you can like vibe to. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying like every song that's sad you need to vibe to, but just like I don't know, I felt like he was like you said a bit more inspired, mm. whereas this sort of feels like ah, oh, 
I've made some of the biggest songs in the world at the moment. I have so many listeners. What do I do? Oh, I guess I'll collab with these people. He just, it felt like he just handpicked who's hot, like Doja Cat, Weekend. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's make an easy, like, easy, easy hit. Yeah, definitely. And it's a shame because, like, I, I mean, I, I like that Weekend song more than you do, but, like, they should have made well, more and, higher quality music. And that's why I don't like it because mm. what you said, him and Doja should have made a banger. For me, it's him and Weekend. Oh, absolutely. They should be making, yeah. like, come on. <laughs> you know Post what I mean? Post Malone Yeah. Like, if you said that to the me The amount of cocaine ago, in the, the it, air yeah. when that gets made should have been it's, insane. But th- that felt to me like generic pop. Mm. Like, it's just like... Yeah, I agree. Generic hook. Like, weekend, he uh, he was okay, but it just felt like it was just... There was, it didn't feel like there was chemistry. Yeah, I get, I, as I said, I get what you mean. It sort of feels like... Weekend had a song and post was mm. like, yo, let me check a verse on this. Yeah. Um, which is weird because it feels like that on his whole album. Like, I get music's collaborative process. Some songs work like that where it's like, yo, mm. take this verse and then it's like, oh, can I have that for my album? Yeah, sure. It don't fit on mine. Yeah. But like, why does every collab I've heard feel like that? Where it feels like he went to an artist and said, let me check a verse on this and put it on my album. Yeah. And where he's... As big or just as big as a lot of this, these artists, they're going to say, oh, yeah, sure. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll take a post I was going to say, in it, streaming it, numbers. Yeah, it, it can't hurt them either because mm. post is big especially, enough to stand. Isn't it? Well, and especially where these are good verses from those people a lot of the time. Mm. Whereas, and then it's, it's post on his own album that sort of let me down from what I've heard. Yeah. As I said, I haven't heard the whole thing, but you kind of warned me off it. And what I heard just didn't really click with me. Yeah. I like... I don't know, Posty, I know he gets a lot of criticism. He's he's never been someone to, like, come in and... He's always been very inspired, and he's always, like, taken a sound and kind of... There's been a vision. Yeah. But it's just with this... These last um, two albums just haven't felt that way. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. When, for me, like, his first two albums, they were, like, full of energy. Yeah, like yeah. Him. I mean, I, 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 I really like Beer Bong. Stoney, I'm, I like a lot of the songs, but I think it's a bit weaker but even that i'm like there's just such a clear vision to that project that yeah. just doesn't exist recently well like he like. he was clearly inspired by something like it, with stony he's like obviously when he first came about he was clearly inspired by hip-hop yeah and he wanted to make an album well when he sort of fused it frame. with like soft rock and country, country and yeah. stuff like and same with beer bongs yeah exactly like, and that had a poppier edge to it you know you yeah, know what i mean yeah. it was sort of that whereas since then i just i don't know what a post malone song sounds like anymore yeah it's just to me it's just like generic yeah he, he doesn't have h&m music yeah yeah <laughs> he doesn't have like a signature thing now it's just like i don't know uh hollywood's bleeding was like let me try and make it <laughs> more even more rock like inspired yeah yeah you but know even then he didn't Osborne that. there and yeah that's the yeah. thing when i think of that album i don't even think of like rock particularly outside of that one song with travis and ozzy yeah i don't like i forget something like i'll be like oh yeah him and scissor made a song and that's one of my favorite yeah, songs on yeah, that album yeah. but even my favorite songs on that i just forget they exist I'm like, mm. oh yeah this song and like i don't know it just feels very sort of paint my numbers like oh i need this song with this person and then i'm gonna check this person on there and yeah and yeah it just 
as I said, I haven't heard all the new albums, so I can't really speak to that. But what I heard of it was enough for me to go like, oh, well, it's this again. Yeah. I mean, and no one's really, it kind of came and went. No mm. one's really talking about it either. And like the other thing you have to look at is, I don't know, when Post dropped an album before, like, let's be honest, he would like rule the charts. Mm. For, like a good few months. Like Beer Bongs was everywhere. Beer bong, like Beer Bongs got, where I was talking about better now, that got played in clubs but like which ha- like it shouldn't have but just because yeah. it was so big everyone was like yeah chuck this on people are gonna vibe but you had like you had like that psycho just circle oh so, wait was circles, circles, was, circles. Was in it, but yeah um you just you had that but i mean even that <laughs> album which neither of us like as much like goodbyes it that, hits, like it yeah. did have whereas like you said rockstar as well yeah, like oh yeah, beer bongs were, like ruled the charts when it yeah dropped. uh I ain't even seen her face, but she got beautiful. Bo- uh, Spoil my night. Spoil my night. That like, there's so many on there where it's just like, and like, because I remember when we when we talked about Hollywood's bleeding before in a mm. conversation we had, we we both agreed it weren't as strong, but he still like ruled the charts with it. Like you said, you, he had circles. Goodbyes. It's sort of more akin to like a Starboy quality, where it's like there's the hits on there. Oh yeah, hits. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't think it's as good as Starboy. I'll say that, but. That sort of vibe where it's like, oh yeah, hit like or or a sort of like Scorpion, that sort of vibe where it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, like in my feelings, what a banger. But then you're like, oh yeah, the album God, it's maybe a bit weaker. Yeah. It's sort of that style of album. Whereas Genuinely. this new one like I don't know, it's just like what is it? Like I don't know. What's yeah. the banger? Yeah, I I I I feel for Posty a bit because he gets so much criticism. For something other artists do, and like they don't, they don't get nearly as much criticism. Definitely, for it. I get it. Like when he came around, because he came with like the braids and yeah, the grills yeah, and that, yeah. he was asking for it a little bit. But like, I, I thought we made good music. I was going to say at the end of the day, if the music's good, the music's good, and it just hasn't been mm. recently with him. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really have much else to say. About I was I, I was going to say I haven't heard it, so I can't really comment outside of the three or four songs i have heard yeah um so who next so we post the future so obviously did anyone else drop before we go on to kendrick um i don't know uh did you listen to Givian's album i haven't known it yet it's a good album i'll say yeah um i don't the thing is, his last album's cheating because it's like three projects put together. But yeah. I don't think it, it, it's not got hits like that. But I just think Givian's very consistent. Mm. Where you, I, I go in there, I know what a Givian song is going to sound like. And he just so does he's it very well. distinct. Yeah. Like, very distinct voice. I was going to say. And obviously, if you, if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't at the end of the day. And I'm one of the people, I, I really fuck with it. I think he... Uh, I think he's he's looking at a podium position for a toxic king of the year. It's him, him and Brent and future fighting it out, but yeah. he 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 put in a good showing at the toxic Olympics. I gotta give him that. Um, APB for him. <laughs> Who else dropped? I f- yeah, I mean, I don't think I outside of Drake and Kendrick. I don't think. Oh, we haven't. Of course, we haven't talked about Drake's album on the pod. Yeah, I mean, I figured we'd have. A bit like Kendrick, we might have more to say there. Uh, oh, SZA did the... Uh, the Deluxe. The Deluxe. Um, obviously, most of the songs have already been out in the world. But yes, but now... 
Um, it's good to get more than one scissor song drip fed to us every <laughs> year. She is due, way overdue. Way um, overdue. Way overdue. No, so I guess so, yeah, if I we guess do Kendrick then Drake. Kendrick then Drake, sure. So what did you think of Mr. Morrell? Um, big step. Well, have I got to start this? <laughs> um. <clears throat> I didn't fuck with it personally. Okay. Um You'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a lot to s- ah. It's a it's a weird one, yeah. Yeah, like when it when it dropped, I was like, oh, I don't know. Then like a week into it, I was like, this is great. Oh, you're you're on board with it but now i'm a bit oh yeah a bit more leaning towards it. it's you've, right, got, like, you've gone on like a roller coaster yeah, journey like, genuinely, with this album because <laughs> when it drops i was like i don't know about this one and then like a few i, I gave it a few more listens and i was like you know what this is quite good and at one point i was like you know what i think i prefer this to damn mm. but now i'm not too i was gonna sure. say I, I remember you said i think it might be better than damn mm. um the thing with Kendrick, Kendrick doesn't make bad music at the end no, of the day. No. I, I, when, when, when we're talking about this album, I don't want people to think I'm saying like Kendrick is shit or anything stupid like that. Like mm. He's a very talented artist and he had a vision here. You know, this yeah, isn't yeah, a yeah. Post Malone situation where we're talking about like, I don't know what the vision was well, like. He's held to a higher standard. Yeah, though, at the end of the day. Kendrick. And the weight. Mm. Like if, if, oh, if no, you yeah, keep people yeah. waiting this long, you're going to be held to like, a certain standard like if if frank ocean drops and it's just if good if rihanna drops if, yeah yeah you know whoever whoever you want to pick someone that doesn't drop regularly if I, all I, of a sudden they drop you're gonna hold it to a certain standard and i think that's fair mm. because for me i i know this isn't always the case like there's many reasons why artists don't drop music but for me it's like if you're not dropping music for like three or four years it's because you're like waiting for something good enough to get you inspired exactly which is like what kendrick has been saying about this yeah like of course he, he said in a quote like he just had nothing to write yeah at the end of the day so, so i think it's fair this to hold, hold him back yeah. i don't know the, the I, I i i appreciate the idea of like you know um pimp butterfly was about society and culture and all sorts of things and yeah. this is a much more internalized look at kendrick mm. as a person this is easily his most personal album easily yeah. like not yeah. even close yeah but like i d- just there's a lot of weird choices on this album the thing that disappointed me is i like kendrick fans were trying to lie to themselves but let's be real Ke- kendrick albums always have bangers yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, okay, pimp, even to Pimper Butterfly. Had yeah, K- King Kunta. Um, fucking all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget all right's even on that. Like, that's you, such a big song. And that's a massive song. That's yeah. like one of. And you can't tell me. Uh, other and ones. it's about stuff. You can't even argue, like, oh, Kendrick's bangers are. He's got to strip it back. He's got to not make it about anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right is literally about, like, police violence at the mm. end of the day. You know? So I don't really get the argument I've seen some people make where it's like, well, this is such a deep personal album. How could, how could any of them catch on? And it's like, for me, the first half, I was confused because I was like, oh, these sound like he's chasing a, a banger. Yeah, I was 
I agree with you completely because it's like that argument is fair but half of these songs are trying to be bangers but they just don't really hit I'm like not being that. funny if you have Blast on your album at the moment you're trying to get a banger out because mm, mm. he makes a very specific sound yeah and it charts well and it plays well in clubs while not being too like obvious that you're going for a club banger yeah so if you put him on here i'm gonna look at you and go oh okay so here's yeah. you know but burner boy has him on his album same thing where i'm like oh, okay here's the one he wants to play in this environment like that it's just i don't know like i i it feels very um split in that sense which i'm sure someone's gonna come in and argue like oh well the reason it's such a divide is what whatever you want to say cool fair enough well it just makes for a weird listening experience this this is my thing because it's like don't get me wrong i love kendrick but he gets he gets uh a lot more leeway than someone like j cole gets uh yeah whereas like um there's so many Kendrick fans that are defending it and giving, oh, this is the reason why it doesn't have this. This is the reason why you don't like it. Whereas, like, J. Cole, when J. Cole drops, people just, like, admit. <laughs> like, yeah. like, they don't but, even but, give what, it. Uh, what amazes me is, like, the, the, the amounts of copium Kendrick fans were inhaling. Like, this was clearly <laughs> received mixed, you uh, know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that reflected in the sales. Like, I'm mm. not being funny... The fact this didn't outsell um, Cole's last album blew my mind. Yeah, that, that, or it that did by like five thousand units. But or not, like, not to the extent you would think after like a Cole five does year drop win. regularly. Like okay, not every six months or whatever, but he drops like a year, year and a half well, since within each damn, other. We've got what three Cole projects? KOD was after Dan. Def. Definitely. Th- or it was maybe just before or just after. I'm not sure. I think it was after. I yeah. think it was though. But we got KOD off season and kind of Gene, but the Dreamville project. Well, we've got two of those. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. So three, four projects really. Yeah. Got, in the time that Kendrick hasn't dropped. So right. Well, I, if you count Black Panther, then. Yeah. Okay. Then. But I, I I don't know. But Cole also features a lot more. Like I don't know, he's out there so much more. I feel like it's harder to miss Cole than it was to miss Kendrick. So the fact they were neck and neck for sales like that kind of blew my mind. And I'm not saying like if if, if you like an album because it sold less than another album that matters. I'm just saying I think that's a clear indication that this was received polarizing. Oh yeah. Everyone thought Kendrick would like sell 600k, 700k. Yeah, like he should have, like the fact he didn't outsell like Drake. Mm. Yeah. Which I know is a cheat, but Mm. I would argue disappearing for five years is a cheat as well. Like automatically people are going to tune in just to hear it. Everyone's going to go, oh. It should have sold more, Mm. no matter what way you look at it. It could have been the best, deepest album. It should have sold more. Mm. So as I said, I'm just sort of using that to show that like clearly this was received mixedly yeah. Yeah. um no it was i think it definitely was like uh, and are people still talking about this album like, i don't know i'm i'm not really tuned in obviously i'm sure kendrick fans are mm. obviously whenever any artist drops their fans are going to be talking no, about the album but remember when damn dropped like and i know damn is like a really accessible album and yeah but even then there are deep that. songs on there, there are but like i'm saying like 
for Kendrick's that discography. Was, and Dan was talked about for a while. Like, Dan was about for a while. Yeah, it was like, talked about for five years. <laughs> <laughs> but the life cycle of that album, just within the first year, like, it was massive. Yeah. And I, I know, like, sales, uh, streams ain't everything. But Yeah, of course. It's just on, like, a influence in hip-hop. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's it's not... Yeah. I like it. I like the album. I just, I just, I like some of. I, 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 I need to give it another listen. I'm still conflicted because, like I said, I remember I went, you was conflicted. Oh yeah, misuse of your influence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went from thinking it was not that great to thinking it was great, and now I'm just in between. In between. I so would I, say I I'm know. still in the former, but I need to listen. I need to give it a full listen for again because the songs I've liked, I've revisited. It's just, but there's a lot of this album I have, and I don't know what he was going for. And like, we can't delude ourselves because Good Kid, Mad City is like flawless. That's like classic. one of the best hip hop albums. You know, it's ever. it's one of those like five hip hop albums. If someone goes, "Oh man, I really want to get into hip hop," what should I listen to? You go, "Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, for, it's for the last like ten, twenty years." Yeah, you're gonna go, "Oh," and then you got Pimper Butterfly, which is like, come on. The, like, they're, they're like poster child of like experimental woke yeah you know societal conscious rap mm. um and then you and then you have damn which is uh, his, just his biggest hitter yeah like, biggest album uh you know most well received chart wise sales wise mm. the, the album that made kendrick like a household name like they all have something it took him from like a, a big hip-hop artist to just a big worldwide yeah. known yeah, phenomenon, artist like, and that's what i mean you got like and then this what what does this bring to the table when you look at it like that like, yeah that's the thing when, when when you when you talk about it like that like i really don't have an answer um and and kendrick fans like like we've said they're trying to use well not all of them but they're trying to say because he's trying to go for this personal route which he is but then you half of the songs are trying to chase thing like, like, like I, that magic the like a banger he's got someone walker on here at the end of the day like i don't i don't really agree with that argument mm. um and he's got like baby keem who like come on yeah i mean we knew baby keem was going to be on the album because yeah, yeah, they're like, they're related no one, in it yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I said the songs on here I like. I I do think I'm really good. Obviously, N95, Rich Spirit, like mm. the 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 hitters on here that I enjoy. I do really enjoy. And N95, like, I'll give it credit. That is a banger. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the, the the blast feature. I was kind of. I'm kind of over blast. Like when, mm. when when I hear him now, I I just think he sounds the same on everything, which is like uh, he doesn't. Say, he's not like a Givian, where yeah. he sounds so unique. Even though he sounds very similar on every song, I don't mind because I'm not hearing that anywhere else. Blast, like there's, I can name you like four yeah. other people that sound very similar, yeah, and yeah. don't sound the same on every song, yeah. Like I can't really say. If you swapped him for like a Bryson or someone, I would complain. Mm. At the end of the day, um, yeah, I don't know. And even with the Summer Walker feature, like again, it's one of them features where you're like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar and Summer Walker. That should be, yeah, like, that should be. You know, it should be like him and Scissor when yeah, they collab. Yeah, yeah. They make fucking bangers, yeah. but 
and that. you have Ghostface Killer on that song. Yeah, so yeah. Like, and then you got the Kodak Black feature. Uh, why is Kodak Black all over this album? Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it makes it hard. It's one of them things where this album is asking you to think deeply. And then you do a thing like that, and it's like, okay, well, if you want me to think deeply, I'm going to have some critical things to say about you having a convicted rapist all over your album. Which is fair, yeah. It's it's all over it. And especially when, you know, Kendrick's performing, and he says, like, Godspeed women's rights. It's like, but bro, bro, (laughs) like... It just comes off as a bit, like, ignorant, where, like... Yeah. I I imagine him, like, at night... (laughs) Putting pen to open, like, God, I'm like, wow, he's on my album. But <laughs> shit, <laughs> I didn't even put two, two and two together. That's and, the thing, and it's like, it's, I, I get the when people are. This whole thing is about flaws and like accepting your flaws and like stuff like that. But it's like, but a rapist is maybe a bridge too far to compare yourself to. I think yeah. you know. What I mean, like, I get saying like I see myself in this person. I see how my life could have gone this way. But why is it with a convicted rape? Like, not not someone accused of things. Not there is no gray area here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a Kodak. Like I don't know. And I know he was on the future album. And we didn't talk about him there. But like, I, I mean, whenever I see Kodak Black, I I don't listen because of that fact. But. At the end of the day, Future's music is not making me think deeply in the same way, like yeah, this, and trying yeah. to be about so much about and the, men and women and their interactions. Well, there's like, the, there's so, and there's a lot of sensitive topics on the album. Yeah, it's talking about, and it doesn't address that. Mm. That's the thing. If maybe if somehow I don't know how, and I don't think it'd be possible, but if somehow it was addressed a bit more, maybe I would have less of an issue. But it's the fact he's there and it's like, are, are you just putting him there as a statement or are you just putting him there and think like, oh, it's fine? Which in itself is a s- statement that's just as bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's one of them things where I'm just like, why? And as I said, he's all over this album. <laughs> like, it, it's not and one I, And song. I don't know why though, like... I mean, I can't claim to be like a Kodak Black fan because I'm not, but I, just, mm. I don't know what he like brings. Genuinely, <laughs> like, I... I I, I know Kendrick. the 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 fans of Kodak Black really ride for him, but outside of ZZ, I've never clicked with a Kodak Black song. I mean, his biggest song, people prefer the Cardi B version. Like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Like, I don't know. I, I've just never got I the like, appeal in the first place before all of this. No, and your Kendrick Lamar. Like, I'm sorry, but you can do better than Kodak yeah. Black. At the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of them albums where you need to come back to it like six months. Yeah. S- I, see how you feel about it then. Because right now, like I said, I'm still conflicted. Same. Like there's there's some there's there's a good project in here. I just don't know number one, how highly I rate it. And whether it yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I, I mean need, it still needs time for me. I I, I I am a bit more negative on it than you. I don't think it's a shit album or anything. Like I just, I, I don't, you kind of like summed it up perfectly when you were talking for his discography and you talked about what each one brought. Mm. I just don't know what this one brings. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I I don't know. Um, I guess now I know um, his ancestors were looking at him funny while he was having sex with white women. I I can honestly (laughs) say I did not know that prior to this album's release. I feel enlightened. (laughs) Truly. Um, Yeah. Do you... Do you want to move on, or do you, do you no, have I, a I bit more? Again, it's it's a weird one. I just I think that's all I have to say about it for now. Mm. Um, we'll come It'll back be, to that I'm one. sure, like at the end of the year, we'll do like a best projects or whatever. And yeah, I'm not saying this will make the list, but we'll definitely talk about it again. In yeah, in terms of why it did or didn't hit or where it did. I don't know. Like yeah. like like I said, I think we just need me personally at least. I need to give it more time. Mm. It's one of them albums where you don't listen to it for a few months. You go back and listen to it, and you either have like a revelation, like "Oh, this fucking slapped," or yeah. you're like, "Yeah, this wasn't really." Yeah, the, so the, we'll see. And maybe we'll it'll see. be a bit clearer with hindsight why, like, it did or didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Well, and definitely, even if you like it, you'll be like, "Oh, this is why it didn't work for me at the time, mm. and why it works now," sort of thing. Just, just on a quick side note, like I know I briefly mentioned like the coal thing, but mm. do you prefer this or the off season? Like right now, I know. Like we just had a whole thing where like we need to give it time. But. Check the off season track list. Uh, I don't know, you know, because I didn't really fuck with that album. <laughs> maybe the off season. Maybe there's like. I think off you sh- you should give the off season another chance. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think it's. I mean, every song on there, the I think, is at least fine. Yeah. It's just Cole like Kendrick. I hold him to such a high standard. It pisses me off when he's fine. I would definitely rather listen to the off season because there's no songs I want to skip. Whereas I can't say that at the moment about Mr. Morale. We cried together. <laughs> Auntie Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Um I think the off season I prefer it right now. Like I said about going back to Mr. Morale, mm. but but obviously we've had longer with off season which so. yeah that is a good point yeah i mean i'd agree with that at the moment um yeah but yeah kendrick i wonder where he goes now though because uh obviously back back He's to off, back um thingy obviously yeah, tde yeah. but it's just back to back with dam and um black panther he like reached the peak of like mainstream media fans like yeah like he was literally he made the soundtrack to like one of the biggest marvel films and yeah and there was such a huge which therefore for him. means one of the biggest movies ever yeah yeah and like that's such a big thing for him as an artist and obviously coming off back to back with dan which was his you know most popular album yeah wise streams wise and then he's kind of stripped it back and like it is a more personal approach, so I wonder where he goes from here. Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, either way, Kendrick's one of them artists where I'll always check for him. Yeah, like a Cole, even with Cole, where I haven't liked his last like two, three projects, I still check for Cole releases. Mm. At the end of the day, like I'm he could like, release twenty bad albums, and I'll still check to see like, oh, what's this one saying? And the one thing about Cole is his features are always good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, you're always guaranteed if you see featuring J. Cole you're going to have like a half decent time 
Genuinely, I've never heard a call feature and been like, oh man, you really phoned this one. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) Whereas like Kendrick, we just don't get the features. Yeah, we don't we that. we don't get the music, we don't get anything. Yeah. So I just hope it's not another five year wait. Mm. But I mean he's off T D E now, so maybe maybe he will yeah. be more I, I, I wonder what that means though. Like yeah. what does that mean for his, his music? I mean it <sighs> like does it mean more freedom? Like I don't know. I how... think so. T D E I don't know the label obviously, but from what I've seen seem very controlling over their artists yeah. I've seen Scissor talk a lot about I want to drop music and can't and it's like why on earth should someone as big as Scissor like one of the biggest R&B artists we have at the moment ever not be able to drop music if Scissor not being funny. like with one album she's like in that top bracket yeah if Scissor dropped consistently she would be the biggest R&B like artist yeah. of this generation like She's massive off, off of control. I mean, she just highlight, uh, highlighted, headlined wireless yesterday. Yeah. You know and like, what I mean? Like, off of that one song snippet on TikTok. Like, uh, I'm not being funny. Went, like, Summer Walker, I, only, I think is only as big as she is because Scissor hasn't been around. Because no, they're so similar stylistically. If, if Scissor dropped, I don't think anyone would like hold a candle to her. Like, yeah. Because control is massive. Yeah. And, like, that's it. That's It's it's like the lot. I know people are like, grill me for this, but it's like, Kind of similar to the Lauren Hill thing, where like she had one album, but like if she dropped, she yeah, like, no one could really yeah, yeah. step to her. So it's like I, I, I think I think you're like dead on there. Where it is like, and, and I have that with all of TDE to be honest. Where it's like, why did why, they should? When we were talking about labels before, they should have the best label. Yeah. It's like there seems to be such weird politics and everything going on there. Yeah. And it's interesting that so many of their artists don't drop consistently. Yeah. They're, they're, like, so it does make sense that there must be some someone controlling that. Yeah, well the well label, in the so. Kendrick seemed so desperate to get off that label. Hmm. It I don't know. It, it, it is interesting where you're like, hmm. What, why there must no, be a no, reason and as i said definitely. anytime i see scissors tweet about i want to drop music but I'm, i can't i'm like what, what earthly reason is there ever for scissor not to oh we're oversaturating the scissor market at the moment Genuinely. man like, we dropped one song in eight months <laughs> and anything she touches like is just a hit anything she's featured I'm on not being, like every single recent scissor release has been huge hmm. like obviously i hate you was a hit to, it, it, despite not existing and originally. that's clearly like just like a throwaway song yeah for her and it's still but like, like massive good uh good days and uh hit different those yeah. were like massive, massive. like it's, it's good days like, come on like social media had a meltdown that's yeah like, I'm, everyone I'm, loved that song uh, everyone captioned it everything mm. uh, and like even the these deluxe songs have all been out and so now, obviously, we can listen to them. So it's not quite the same where they're going to be a hit or anything. But just the fact she can do that and still have people tune. There's only certain artists that can go, hey, here's a bunch of songs I know you already have downloaded. Yeah. But <laughs> here they are officially so you can get to them easily. Mm. There you go. Yeah. And still like, you know, like um, obviously Drake did it with Care Package. Party with Party Pack. You're bright like. There, there are only certain types of artists that can get away with that and have people go, oh yeah. Mm, mm. Um, no, and it was it's super smart from her as well, like because obviously it just it brought like a whole new group 
yeah to um control like yeah exactly and and it gets you to go oh man i haven't heard control in ages yeah you know what let me put on hear these new songs hear these old ones like like you said a bit like lauren hill where it's like even if you only have that one project like that's all you need mm. um it's just now it's weird because she does seem to want to drop music yeah. and she's miss she's miss because don't get me wrong like we said when she drops it's massive but she's still missing out on like there's a lot of potential there for 100%. her if she did drop consistently yeah and, and that's, that, I, I, as that. i said like just look at someone walker yeah you know what i mean she drops consistently and she's and, massive yeah and like her music is good like i'm not yeah like her, I, but, i'm not slagging off someone walker yeah. when i'm just saying like it's, it's not like it, it, it's one of them artists where i'm like she she saw on not so she was making her music and her label and that clearly saw that the lane was empty yeah. When it shouldn't have and been. And they capitalise on it. And so, yeah, that that's absolutely... I, I mean, th- there's a reason one of her biggest songs on her new album has Scissor on it. Because mm. they do just make such, you know, similar sounding music topically and stylistically that they just fit. And I'm sorry, but Scissor, like, vocally she washes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, it's I just, was going to say, and just, I think, quality-wise. Like, I like Summer a lot, but I, d- I don't know. I, I, I didn't really fuck with that last album, I'll be honest. Um... But I think, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, nothing she has is touching control. Yeah. Um, which I know people really like over it. Like, they really fuck with that yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's easily for, for the biggest. Reason. Yeah, like, it's it has, a good album. Yeah. Like, and it's easily the biggest female R&B album since Control. Yeah. But like, I can't... There's other albums I prefer, but that album is fucking everywhere. It's massive. Like, it's like massive. we were talking about with so Control. Like, if someone could have done the same thing and just fucked off, and just ghosted for four years or whatever, that album would still be, yeah, you know, yeah. you're still going to hear um, the the one with Usher and all, all the bangers off that yeah. album. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I think... She, I mean, LVRN in general are a very good label, I think, um, at pushing their artists with... Obviously, they have Summer Walker, so they have Black. Yeah. Um, the, the way they... I mean, same thing with Black, where Bryson and Party and that weren't really dropping. I think Black was able to come in and cement himself yeah. very strongly without sort of like... Why oh, just another fucking trap which, which is weird, because now he's left that gap. Open, yeah, I was going to say. Because he doesn't drop. <laughs> but like, the thing with Black is a very similar thing to those eyes. If we were left with um, free black and East Atlanta Lovely, you'd be like, yeah, like fair enough. I was gonna like, say, like, like we those need. are still fucking <laughs> classic yeah. album. And like, I I think the good thing about Black is between those two albums, there's such a different sound. I mm. trust that he's like he's just gone to find the next inspiration yeah. sonically. Yeah, um, which is fair enough because, like you say, the first two albums. Uh, it's not like they're polar opposites, but there's clearly a yeah. Di- I mean, I mean, I mean a difference in sound. De- definitely, it's it's um. And he still does do features and stuff. And yeah. Although he is like, come on. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not defending I him. Need, not, like I like you said, I need. We any, need that. We need that. Like, we need that. Um, but we, I, I, it's kind of why I'm excited that the division are sort of under LVRN's management now because I'm like, mm-hmm. I think they will know how to push division to get them that. N- they already have a niche, but really capitalize on it. Whereas being on OVO, I think they just like 
at the end of the day, they're signed to Drake. Like, they're always going to be... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Drake's artist. Whereas I I hope LVRN will be able to push them and really get them the kind of audience that yeah. I think Division should have. No, definitely. Like, R&B's had, like, a resurgence mm. in, like, recent years. And they are, like, pure R&B. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're, when you look to, like, old-school R&B, like, Division are... They are like heavily inspired by that. Yeah, I mean, More literally, so Jermaine Dupri's like executive producing the new album. Mm. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, and like vocally, like, Division wash most of these other artists. Yeah. Or D- Daniel specifically, <laughs> let's say, before the fucking people come in and be like, uh, Division <laughs> is a, a too, producer too, and a yeah. singer, so I think you mean the singer. Um, but, but yeah, I mean. Uh, but like, they make like classic R&B music. Yeah, exactly. With like, a modern, modern twist, twist. On. whereas like uh, the the other artists we mentioned, it's more of a merge. Yeah, like it's that song. trap soul sound, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Where it's sort yeah. of a bit that of rap. Twenty sixteen onwards, yeah. Uh, lane, just but, need a party to drop. Yeah, <laughs> party's another one, man. The potential that he had, it, he could have gone anywhere. Yeah, like, but like, I get that he produces for a lot of artists and that. But yeah, and like. I think he he clearly has a level of like he doesn't want the f- I don't want it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know he doesn't he doesn't want <laughs> the mate like the fact he wrote work and gave it to someone else kind of shows you that like he's yeah. like nah I'm, I'm happy being me here's but, a hit and I, and that's true but then it's just when you look at um party mobile it felt like he was trying to chase a banger yeah like, with with like loyal Definitely. and uh, believe it. It's, yeah I don't know with party like I think he's in a weird place because obviously he's written some of the biggest songs in the last well all you need is work he's written the biggest song in like the past decade real, realistically like work is one of those songs every time you go out you're going to hear work yeah like wherever you are you're probably going to hear it mm-hmm. or you're going to be in the vicinity of someone who's heard it within the last two hours like it's just one of those songs and like he's worked on some of Drake's biggest and yeah. best songs like musically it's just and and I, I imagine there's part of him that's like I should have some of that uh, and you know people you know the haters on Twitter or whatever are always like oh he's just Drake's right the thing with part is he'll, he'll, he will always have P1, 2 and 3 which like exactly. that's all you need in an argument to be like no but he is talented mm. he like in that in that era where like weekend blew up with like a new sound, he did the same thing. Yeah. So like, you can't really. That's the thing. Really I, I, uh, he's like Bryson, where it's like they're big, but it's like because they they don't really drop and they seem very in themselves. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're not as big as they should be. Whereas yeah. if they just kept dro- like, he's like a Brent. You know, I mean, Brent drops very regularly, he, he, he's and like, so he's always yeah. Generally, he was like the Brent of like 2012, yeah. where it's like, you know, there's a following there, and with each tape, he's getting bigger. But like where Weekend kept getting bigger and then shifted into pop, yeah, he's kind of took a back seat. It's like I'm still gonna make my music, but like I'm gonna write for others. And, yeah, and I'm and just I'm not gonna, gonna release music. Yeah. And when I do, it's like I'm gonna have one that's a bit more experimental, and then you know a merge of like his old sound and blah 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 yeah that's the thing I, th- I think also where a lot of people kind of bit party sound 
his OG sound. Mm. I think he kind of turned on it and was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, he, you can't blame him. Yeah, of course. A you lot know. of artists have done the same thing. Yeah, I don't want anyone to ever force it. Mm. I mean, like, even Weekend. I was going to say, I know <laughs> we keep making the comparison, but Weekend did the same thing. Mm. So, like, and you can understand why. If you, like, yeah. ushered in a sound and then all of a sudden everyone was doing that sound, you'd be like, well, let me try find a new thing yeah. for people to chase. Well, and especially when you find such, like, work. Like mm. as an example, like that shows you can dip into a totally different sound. Work does prior to P three. Work sounds like no party next door song, like realistically. And yeah. so the fact you can like dip into that, it shows you like, oh yeah, like I I can do it. Yeah. It's not like I'm just this one style of music. Um. So yeah, I I don't know with party. I hope he just drops music at the end of the day man like Party Mobile was kind of mid I enjoy that album but he can do better so I would like him to sort of come back work with some of the newer R&B like Givian Brent I want to hear him with that type of sound see see, I think Party Mobile is like a good starting point for like a new party Mm, but I've, he, I would agree if he kept releasing music, yeah, but he's yeah. just gone yeah, ghost again. That's fair. That's fair. But like, I know you, you're not, you don't have like the uh, strongest opinion on it. But like, I, I, I do like it. I, I, I like Party Mobile. I think um, it's a the way people talk about P three. That's how I feel about Party Mobile, where a lot of people are quite critical of P three. They agree it has the bangers, but like overall as an album, they're a bit iffy on it. That's kind of me with Poem Mobile, where I'm like, yeah, there's the songs on there I really like, and then just kind of met on the others. Um, It's just like like you said, I I think he was torn between like I want to get back to my old sound, but I also want to like chase a hit, a hit, and I think that kind of compromised it. Where it's not a very long album. Uh, which is the opposite of P3, where P3 is a long album. Oh, and so Party Mobile just sort of feels like his. I'm Party Next Door, I can do all these sounds, pick from it what you like. Yeah. Peace. Which, <laughs> which is weird because P3 in many ways is doing the same thing. Mm. Where like, it's, you know, I'm Party Next Door, I'm versatile. Mm. Like, yeah, I made this sound, but here, have 10 other sounds, which yeah. I'm now ushering because like, at the time, um, what's the song that I'm thinking of? Uh, From what P3? Yeah, the uh, not uh, nice, not nice. Yeah, like at the time, like not nice was one of the songs that like ushered in that yeah, dance yeah, yeah. inspired sound, like that definitely own, um, inspired sounds. So it's just like um, yeah, I feel like he's he's always been doing that in recent music. Yeah, definitely. But I th- I think the thing about P3 is it has more room to breathe. Where you're like, oh, here's a couple of songs in this sound. Here's a couple of songs in this. Whereas Party Mobile felt a bit more song to song to song. Like, yo, what are we doing here? A bit no, more to no, me. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree and you, I just yeah. think most of the songs aren't as good as the at the end of the day. Yeah, like regardless no, of what genre or whatever they are. Like, I just think they're not as high quality. Like as... I prefer P3 by far. Mm. But I, I think like for what Party Mobile was, it was fun. Yeah, I, th- I think Party Mobile was like, fun. As I said, I, and I like that it. he got back to his, with songs like The News and Another yeah. Day, I, I, I like that he got back to like the classic. Yeah, I like some of them songs are like top tier, like Moody. Part oh, absolutely. Like, the News is 
bang, fucking banger. Yeah. I, I said another day, like if you want to mm. like chill, sexy banger, like mm. for party, like what a tune. Uh, you've got what's that? Savage Jam? Savage Jam. Fucking hell. He was on one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you got like some of them songs are like arguably top tier party. Oh, like, yeah. Party, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sexual the, the, party. The, the thing is like, or PGT, or. Yeah. That's um, the, the thing with party is, I love. Party is one of my favorite artists. So when we're talking about like, when I say mid, I mean mid for him. I think Party Mobile is still going to wash a lot of these other artists like, oh, yeah, that was a good album from them. When mm. in reality, like, it was like a six, seven out of ten. Yeah. it's just, The other thing is, like, the album before, what was it Seven Days? Before, yeah, it was. Which was, like, for me, it was a letdown. What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, a letdown? Seven Days? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what, what's the um uh make you do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> never play me <laughs> never play me oh that's a banger i'll give it that, that one i was Ross gonna was say come on you better can't man. better man better man, better man. Ah, i think there's bangs. one more on there i think there's one more on there i've got uh, i've got to give him <laughs> one more probably not but in my brain there's one more i haven't heard that mixtape so right. i forgot it I existed i literally forgot it existed <laughs> Nah, um, Don't the right damage. Okay, okay. If you want to say damage, I'm gonna walk out. <laughs> Imagine, I'm like, no, damage is a banger. <laughs> nah, the right way, the one where it's like kind of slow on a guitar, that's a banger. You know what? Love <laughs> me again ain't bad as well. Love me again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not that shit because it's only. Nah, lo- I was gonna say the thing is, it it it's the Starboy effect because we were left with this album for like what three years yes yes you just like grew to resent it where you're like what the fuck was this album even bad intention you know <laughs> I, I like <laughs> the only one i don't really fuck with is damage and I even then like i like parties bit on it oh, it's just, it just didn't we were fit. better being best friends yeah that's kind of a banger seven days not that bad no it ain't that bad we've I, come I, to I a realization back, like looking at the track list now it's it's just for a while where like you say where we were stuck with it and that's all definitely. we had it was a bit like uh, yeah i need more yeah well and like colors two he'd already changed his sound quite a lot and so seven days where he changed it even more you're like what are where are we going i don't like this direction yeah and so i think that's why party mobile was sort of like him going like now look come on you know i can do yeah stop playing with me (laughs) you never played me (laughs) and then party back just like (laughs) pure bangers yeah That's seven songs as well. Is it? Yeah, Party Pack. Yeah, Party Pack. Watch. It's a seven days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you need is like the first like four songs. So you, all you need is, I mean, Persian Rocks, West District. <laughs> Done. No, things yeah. and such. You got to throw that in there. <laughs> That's, but even then, like, just like you said, done. It's over. It's a wrap. And that the the thing about party pack is so much of it is like the party next door thing. Like when you think of party next, you think of the vibe of like Persian rugs or West District. Yeah, like that yeah. sort of like you said, yeah. moody, sexy. Like Twenty eleven. Yeah. Sound Toronto sounds definitely. I know it's just it's, there's so many of these artists that that just drop music. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, like please. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we we do speak a lot of things into existence on this podcast, so. Mm. All I'm saying is, we said Wizkid and Chris Brown would 
be at wireless, and both of them Super were. Super easy. Oh. Did you see fucking where the Birmingham wireless is? It's in a fucking car park. Is it? No, I, I thought see. people were joking when they said it, and then I saw a photo that wireless put up, and I was like, that's a car park. But, like, when you say car park... <laughs> I mean, like, the graph... Not graph Con- concrete, concrete floor. Concrete floor. So you're moshing on concrete. <laughs> Bro, I'll bring knee pads. Nah, no. Are yeah, you mad? For real, for real. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to have one of them fucking rugby. <laughs> I was like, that feels like a fucking violation of, like, the Human Rights Act, to doing a festival in a if concrete car park. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if me goes for there, you're done. <laughs> like, Bruv. if you fall, like if you're in a mosh and you fall on a concrete, you're done. Floor, you're you're done. done. It's over. Like, it's a wrap. You're finished. How are you telling me it's on concrete? I saw it because, as I said, I thought people were joking. But when is they that said the main stage? Yeah, because they put up a photo I need to see this. where they were like, "Can't wait for wireless this weekend," and it was all. It was both venues. I can't believe that. And I was like, wait. Because you can see the markings of where cars park, like the base. What the fuck? That can't be safe. Like, <laughs> I was like, how is this legal? Oh my god, you're right. As I said, they just have fucking <laughs> a car park. Like, what? Well, that's what Chris Brown did. No, that was Wizkid. Like, Chris Wizkid, Brown did uh... Crystal Palace, didn't he? Yeah, look at that. I'm sorry, that's shocking. They went from having the best lineup to the worst location. That's shocking. Wireless, cut the shit. Just come back to Finsbury Park solo. Did they even do Finsbury this year? It's today. Or was the last two days. Today's Nikki, innit? Because we got the the all-female lineup, isn't it? It was Cardi B, SZA, and Nikki. Why not just, like, Fuck off Palace and Birmingham Because no one cares Like Wireless has always been Like Finsbury Park It's like the It's the London Festival Genuinely And then you want to like Start (laughs) Giving it to Brum And if you like Took them two out And uh, Wizkid is only doing Brum That's a a I'm sorry You have Wizkid The guy like How many days did he sell out At the O2 Was it six in the end You're telling me Birmingham Ride for Wizkid More than London But hey, like, come on, mate. Man. Not with that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it, no. To <laughs> so our sh- Birmingham listeners, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Aaron said he hates you. He hates your stupid voice. <laughs> Never tune in again. <laughs> but imagine they just, oh they just God. one place, just Finsbury, but you had all the heavy hitters from the other two. Yeah, it yeah. Been, like, the best year like, for wireless ever. Dave and Wizkid, like, why would they not? Breezy in there, like... This disgraceful. What a shame. <laughs> Genuinely, I uh, I was like pissed. I was like, the fuck is this? But I wonder if this will be a thing now. Because I, I get, in my head, is like, because we had COVID, this is like the comeback year. Like, yeah, let's do three yeah, yeah. venues and like have everyone. But I wonder like if they're going to do this every year now. Where like it's split, you know, the lineups Probably. are weaker individually, but like overall. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Yeah. Where I, I kept thinking, I was like, man, how didn't we see all these people? And I was like, oh, yeah, because they were split over two weekends. Yeah, like three across different Across two venues. venues. Halfway across the fucking country. And I hated how they announced them. Where, like, some of them we only found out about, like, four weeks ago. It's just ago. a scam, isn't it? It's and like, it's like, buy, bro, the, buy the tickets now, and then if you don't like the artist, you can get... Oh, no, you can't get free. Yeah, I was going to say, you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. But, yeah, because in the end, I, I think... 
Finsbury did have quite a strong lineup, but I was like, why didn't we get tickets then? I was like, oh, because fucking six of these people weren't announced. At the time, it was only the headliners that were announced, which were like, all right, like, who were the headliners for Finsbury? Cardi B, SZA, and Nicki. I'm sorry. I love SZA. I'm surprised she headlined. I would have been, I would have been okay with as her as a headline if the other two days were like. Yeah, I mean, something. my thing was just all outside of Scissor and Nikki, a lot of them felt recycled headliner wise. Like Cardi does it every. Year. Cole had done it a couple of years ago. Cardi had done it a couple of years ago. Like, and I can't remember who else headlined those other ASAP. days. ASAP. Oh my days. He's been meant to do it for fuck's for like sake. Four years in a row. We're free. We're, we're free of the ASAP curse. There's no way you can headline again, right? We so, finally did it. I would have liked to have seen Chris Brown because, like, he never, he wasn't even allowed. Did you, <laughs> did you want to do a backflip with him? Yeah, mate. Have you seen that, that video where he does it? It's a March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would have liked to have seen Chris Brown. I won't lie. But there's a lot of people on there I'd have liked to see, but I just think the way they spread them was poor. It's just shit, poor. man. Like, I hate when just I'm not buying a ticket if I don't know. Who's yeah, yeah, there. genuinely. Because okay, this time you announced a load of good people, but what if you hadn't? And like the head headliners were like okay, but like there could be like one artist where it's like between you buying a ticket and not buying a ticket. Yeah, so literally. Like, why, why do it like that? It's probably because they didn't have half of them confirmed. Well, yeah, and, and a lot, a lot of the tickets were still available. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like a month ago, they were like, "We still have tickets," and I was like, "What?" I was like, oh, probably because no one fucking bought them. Because they were like, I'm confused. (laughs) Why are these people classified? Yeah, what is the point? (laughs) Moving like Black Ops, right? Fucking redacts the information. (laughs) Cuba, nice. The numbers, what do they mean? Cardi B's set did look interesting. I didn't see it. You you were enticed, were you? Looked like a good visual performance. Oh, yeah, it's decent. It's decent, mate. But you saw her a couple years ago, innit? You caught her whip. Cardi, yeah. When she threw it in the crowd, (laughs) innit? Cardi, yeah. She does it every year. Her and Migos are like... like Did Migos do it this year? I think they came out. I know Offset did. But, oh, wait, they broke up, innit? They're all beefing. It's just... Was it Uncle Cuz or whatever they're called? Mate, they've been shit for a while. Yeah, Migos. I'm um, sorry, like <laughs> they need to do a race from and they need to disappear and come back. Yeah, figure their shit out and come back. Yeah. Cause Shrem Four, oh, Shrem Four, mate. I'm ready. Oh, did yeah. Did you hear the single? I haven't. No, it's good. It's all right. Restored the feeling. I hope they. It needs keep to be going. Good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if this is the best song, I'm gonna be like, oh no. Yeah. But if it's like, it, it was more vibey than a banger, which I surprised me. I was like, oh okay. They just need to stop, like, doing this thing where it's, like, you know, uh, Swaley's doing his, like, harmonising shit. No, nah, like, they work best when, as a, as a duo, they worked best when they were just making bangers. Genuinely. Like, and then, I know towards the end, Swaley started trying to sing more. And, like, yeah. Like, trying to be more mellow. Yeah, have, like, one or two songs like that. That's fine. And then... That's not I want with Rach Remmer. Yeah, genuinely. If you want to do that, make that Swaley song. Right? Yeah, I guess. As I said, I, d- I don't mind them doing it with a couple of songs. But mm. it's like it's just Slim Jimmy doesn't relax. work on like laid back songs. He's like so loud and I, I I think in certain like Guatemala I think he sounds great on like it it depends. Yeah, I just overall, Loki. If you, you swapped 
French Montana for Slim Jimmy on Unforgettable. It might be a better song. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but for, like French Montana's not a high bar, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, but Unforgettable is like the biggest song in the world when it dropped. But I'm why? just saying. But why? Because it's because it's Swahili. I'm just saying. I f- I think Slim Jimmy could work. Just when you put it like that, I agree. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. I I th- I think I agree, like yeah. proper work. To, it's just I think a lot of the ones on Shrem Free felt a bit phoned in. Mm. Where it felt like they weren't even in the studio together. Well, it was clear, like, where Sway Lee was like, I want to do my project. Mm. They would then, their management were probably like, all right, Slim Jimmy, you do one. And then we'll do a triple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, do the outcast thing. But it's like, I don't know if Eva get, yeah. are strong enough Definitely. individually to, like, make. For sure. An album. I, I think we can agree. So. Won't be late, though, banger. Yeah. That's my seg- segue. Shall we uh, talk about Drizzy as he released? Obviously, we've kind of talked about it already. Spoilers. Sorry, guys. But um, oh, honestly, never mind, man. Honestly, never mind. Don't even forget, forget about it. Forget about don't it. even stress. Don't even stress yourself. Uh, Drizzy surprise dropped. Um literally it was like three hours notice i swear he was like yo i'm dropping an album here's the artwork and everyone was like what (laughs) and then it dropped and everyone was like what (laughs) um no uh you you can lead the way on honestly never mind okay um i really enjoy it same (laughs) i think it's a good i think it's a great album yeah no i agree i think i think it i think it is it's enjoyable um uh, Obviously, I the like internet don't seem to fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I understand why. Like, if you told me Drake surprise album, I would never have guessed. Like, we're getting house inspired. I was. I assumed it was going to be like rap, <laughs> mm. like pure Some, bars. It could have been like many genres, mm. but I didn't expect house. I like to the extent of like the house inspired. Definitely. Because this, that is what the album is. Yeah, like, it is just a house. With, like, a one bonus track with Twenty yeah. Savage. And even then, the, the beat on that is still that kind of funk funkier mm. side of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if that was on a different project, it'd have a different beat. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I think the internet is wrong. I think you're all wrong. I think it's a great album. Um, obviously, it's way too soon to say where... I would put it in my Drake rank. It's tricky to rank because um, it's so different. Yeah. And Drake's always been someone who like switches genres. Like. Yeah. But this but is... I, I, th- I think this is the Drake album we've been waiting for in the sense of like... Where he just commits. Yeah. He does the one thing he's not been able to do for any of these 10,000 women he's slept with. And he's committed. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> gone here's a genre you know yeah, like every no, album right. as much as i love views every album since then has been all over the place yeah, yeah. like genre wise like i love views i think it's a fantastic album it's everywhere like what song to song very different vibes very different genres uh, yeah Th- this is the first album since if you're in this it's too late or first project should i say mm-hmm. where it's, it's so committed to one sound. Yeah. Which is like, I find it so interesting that this is the sound he settled on. Yeah. And I was like, this, this is the project 
that the whole tape is going to sound it's going to be cohesive in sound whereas like like you said more life views scorpion it's like his two songs of this his two songs of this his two songs of this yeah whereas this is here is a whole album where like it is all in the same lane yeah of like this house type inspired <laughs> dance music which i'll be honest i it has its drawbacks i think like vocally i do think drake definitely struggles on some of the oh, songs yeah um i think it opens with one of the weak i think falling back is one of the weakest songs i like it i think it's catchy <laughs> I, I like it but i like every song on this album yeah yeah, much. yeah true but it's just for me it like sets the tone perfectly like it's not too mm. over impact like i i think the thing is if it maybe he'd opened with one with more lyrics people might have warmed up to it a bit more whereas this because it's so sparse and he's hitting them weird high notes <laughs> I, I think maybe this automatically put people off where they were like what the fuck is this and then they sort yeah, of skipped I can, through I can see that. Yeah. you know fast forwarded it to like the middle of each song and went oh this sounds the same and like yeah. closed it and gave up which is like cheating don't yeah. give me an opinion on an album <laughs> if you do that genuinely you haven't listened to the album because like, I, I see a lot of takes about this album and I'm like I just don't agree like I, I Drake's out of ideas well clearly not like here's a whole album of a new genre what, what do you mean out of idea? like what is he not allowed to ever make a new genre sound ever like what like when, when the weekend does it oh wow he's fucking inspirational blew my mind i never expected to hear this but when drake does it like oh he's out of ideas mm-hmm. like and i'm not talking about quality wise i'm just saying like the fact i've seen a lot of criticism of this album literally just be eyes oh, he's, he's out of, of genres so uh, here's a house one yeah but a lot of criticisms that drake gets is just like unjust mm. like he gets criticized for things other eyes never get criticized for but like um he it's, it was very intelligent that this was a surprise drop because yeah. it's like if you love it then like you're like you're you're so gassed like ah oh, surprise album and yeah it's great if you don't like it oh, it was a surprise drop anyway like, yeah you go no build up fine yeah and like, and we like one we missed you one, know basically. the next project will be totally different yeah because you can tell this that was his exact thought process if we surprise drop this with no build up if it's if, if people don't like it fine yeah honestly no never mind honestly never mind like no one expected it CLB weren't that long ago just go back to mm. that but then if you like it he well and I think a lot of people were expecting a bit more in the vibe of CLB from this I think yeah. when I saw people talking about it they were expecting like the outtakes of CLB mm. which I'm glad this isn't but like you said um, not just from a sound perspective but people always expect in newer Drake albums for it to be like four or five different genres of music definitely whereas this like you say is one yeah and like if you don't like house or like this type of sound you're not gonna like this yeah of course because it's so i know drake is a bit of his spin on it but like it is just like if drake plenty of songs don't really have a lot of lyrics to um yeah yeah even the ones that do are kind of twisted to be a bit different like a liability where it's pitch down mm. you know what i mean you you wouldn't get that on a normal drake album but here where he's trying a bit different to make it fit with those this house afro house vibe yeah he's going for doing that makes it fit whereas otherwise if it i've heard that song pitched up and at normal speed and it 
uh, I don't think it sounds as good. It reminds me of... Uh, it's the opposite of that song on Colours 1, uh, Just Know. Just Know. You know, where he's pitched all the way up because he's, like, reminiscing. It makes him sound younger. This is, like, the he's pitched all the way down, like... Yeah. And when you hear them in their normal... Th- it don't hit the same. Like, yeah. just know uh, Party's normal pitch, it don't sound right. Mm. And I have the same thing with Liability here, where I see people be like, oh, I should have just kept it. And I'm like, no, I, it gives it a vibe where almost like you're sort of out of it, yeah. kind of vibing yeah. on, in the middle of the dance floor, slow yeah. one. I think it makes it fit, whereas otherwise I don't, I don't think it would have fit on this album. Mm. Um and yeah, I, I I like how even within this genre of like this sort of as I said, house, Afro house, all these different subgenres of house, he's sort of thrown together and put his Drake spin on. I like how much variety we get song to song. You know, you yeah. have your sparser songs like um, "Falling Back," we were kind of talking about, or "Calling My Name." Mm. But then you also have your more rappy ones like obviously the one with 21 Savage or Sticky. Sticky. Then you have just a house banger like Massive or Overdrive and then kind of downhill Tide That Buys Liability. You've got those slower, slower more moody, vibey. Yeah, moody. Ones. Like, I, I, I like how much variety he packs in in, what is this, 14 songs? 14 songs. Which yeah. for a Drake album is quite so, like short as well. One of his shortest albums. And realistically 13 songs because the intro is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's be real so. no this is his shortest album for like a few albums no <sighs> probably since like i don't even know since when uh, yeah yeah what time to be alive i guess would be the shortest yeah that's right 40 yeah minutes. yeah and if you're not counting that it would be I like no one of his first ones no probably i was gonna say i don't i guess the normal nothing was the same as about an hour so Maybe that. Yeah, I mean, this might just be Drake's shortest album. Looking at it, I think it, it must be known because um yeah because so everything's quite, a good track yeah. Well. I was gonna say they're all quite long. So, but again, I think that's smart because um he's not overdoing it. He's not if if you had eighteen songs, nineteen mm. songs of this, you'd be like, all right, like give it like come on. <laughs> well, I feel it, like he said he did what he had to do. It reminds me a bit of Dawn FM. Where if it was longer, you might get sick of it. I'm not yeah. saying quality-wise. I'm just saying In... stylistically, where you're sort of like, oh, okay, there's something different. Mm. If you click with it, you do. If you don't, you don't. But it's brief enough that you can enjoy it and sort of take it on its own terms. Yeah. And it doesn't overstay its welcome. I think it's a perfect length because, like you say, even though uh, it's cohesive and the sound is inspired by, like you say, there's still... Uh, differences in the tracks yeah like, like you say the free you have the slower tracks you have the where it's pure house with yeah. like barely any lyrics or like drake and then um you have a few rapier ones yeah um he's definitely gonna drop again this year easily you think um, especially where this wasn't received well um in general I obviously th- I, I think th- over time you know what I think, I think yeah I think give it six months and like people will be saying you know what you're gonna have like fucking videos on Twitter and TikToks which like why did we hate this yeah and yeah be like dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all, all you need the weather's beautiful you just need to go out hear this on like a rooftop club and you'll vibe no genuinely, genuinely like, I'm telling you like if you heard this in a, some of these songs in the club perfect summer like, oh, album 
Like, what a vibe. Like, <laughs> the, the thing is, it's fun to hate on Drake on social media. Like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Biggest artist in the world, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> let me slag off his new what thing. Loser. Yeah. I'm not, like, I, I told you, I'm not being, like, literally, I had two different people text me in the morning. This dropped before I was awake to say, Drake dropped, it's shit. And I was like, bruv, give it, give it come up. on. <laughs> Did you even hear the album? Yeah. Like, and so I, I, I think he's one, especially with a surprise drop where people had such expectations. You know, his last surprise drop was like what? Um, either Dark Lane. Was that a surprise? Or did we, a have surprise a bit? Yeah. we had that or prior to that, obviously, if you're reading this was a surprise drop at the time. Like, you know, I mean, he mm. sort of comes with an expectation. But, but like, I, I really fuck with this. Um, no, it's a breath of fresh air. Definitely. It's- and it shows that Drake still has some level of like... I, there are other genres I want to try and I, I, I'm not just going to sit back and give you the same style of project over and over and over again. Yeah. Which, as I said, even though I really like Views, I think CLB's a better album than people give it credit for. They are the same style of album. And every Drake, al- every Drake project, well, more, yeah. more Life, Scorpion, yeah. even Dark Lane, where it's just like, here's a bunch of songs, you know. Oh, he's been doing it for years now. It's like I have to cater for every sound. Yeah, of course. Whereas like this is no like I'm gonna mm. do my I'm gonna do this felt like, you know, he heard like a couple of house songs, he got inspired, he's like, I wanna do an album. Yeah, well well a pure album of this. Well album. Black Coffee's uh executive producer on this, obviously he's already worked with him on uh, More Life, so I can see that he was sort of working with these people and was like, Yeah, let's, let's fucking do this. like uh, like, I don't know how else you would you would get this from Drake. Yeah, like, it must have just been like one of the moments where, like, yeah, like I want to make an album like this. So, so we we definitely we have the potential that we are going to get that pure R and B Drake album. We need it. I I, f- I think this I think his next project is either going to be just rap or just R and B. I think he he might see the only jump thing that annoys me is like you know like we've had this conversation before like it's been said for years like. Um, it's fine if he wants to do, you know, the Lover Boys, the Views, because like we both like Lover Boy. Yeah. But, like it's fine if he wants to do that type of album where he has to make a song for everyone. It's fine. Mm. But then why can't you drop projects on the sides? Yeah. Where it's pure R and B, like, and like like we said, we both like this project. But why can't this have been? Yeah. And it shows he can do it. I, I wonder if this was testing it. But and now I'm worried because people don't like it. But will he do? Will he still do that? Where it's like, here's the album. Here's uh something I really wanted to do I, I, on the side. I, I I think the thing is, I think Drake's always been nervous to drop a pure anything album because it's gonna get scrutinized. But I think the smart thing here is where he's dropped this pure house album and generally wasn't well received. I think he's gonna go okay. Well, now whatever I next drop, so long as it's more in my sound, people are probably gonna receive it a bit better. Because already yeah. people really fuck with the Twenty One Savage song. Yeah, yeah, you know and for good reason. Like, like it, it would have been one of the better songs mm, on Lover Boy. Definitely. So, um, my only real criticism of this album is I, I just wish he collabed with a few more people. Um, I like that it wasn't stuffed with collabs. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I wouldn't I, have mind. Um, There's plenty of artists I think could have really sounded good on this sort of house style. He's ushering in a bit. Like I'm not saying he's invented the style, but. This is not a mainstream style. Outside of like a couple of artists, mm. 
I don't know many artists making this sound. No, I like, like certainly no one as mainstream as Drake. Is. No, 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 and it's more of a like house is more of a you. In the UK, house is big. Yeah, right, of right. course. I mean, we've we've always had like garage and stuff like mm. that, where it's sort of been, especially sort of mashing it up with like hip hop. Yeah, has yeah. Been I mean, big here. You can't go out in like Shoreditch or Soho or, or like Central London without hearing like a DJ trying to do a house remix Genuinely, of like a yeah. popular hip hop song or something. So like, yeah. Um, I think it, it's. It's definitely being more well received over here. For sure. I mean, more life was. Yeah. So, so I feel like eventually it will catch on. For sure. I mean, I mean, it's a Drake album at the end of the day. When CLB dropped, I remember people hating on that. Now I see people talking about CLB. Oh man, some of the best Drake music we got in years. Mm. You know, uh, school. Oh man, Drake really ran 2017, didn't he? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, what, whatever you want to look at. It. Uh, I mean, Drake himself talked about it, where he drops, like, three minutes after midnight. Trash, trash, trash emoji. Dead, dead. It's not until later on where people really receive... Like, Dawn FM. When that... I remember the first day that was out. Well, yeah, whack, yeah. whack, shit. Yeah. Weekend's fallen off. What's he doing? Da, 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 da. I don't Whereas, know about this one. Like, yeah. gasoline. What's that voice oh, he's doing in gasoline? Tory Lanez did the 80s sound better. Yeah. You know. Give it, like, a month and then... This is one of the best. <laughs> Who's still around? <laughs> like, I'm not being funny. Drake, Drake's been around for well over a decade now. Like I'm not gonna, even if this is, even if public opinion doesn't change on this, I don't think it will really matter. No, I don't think it will. Yeah, it, like, like, no one expected it, and like it's like I say, you don't like it, it's fine. It was mm. a throwaway. If it, in your head, throwaway, fine. It was a surprise. Didn't expect it. Definitely. If if he announced this album and we had and, and we had to wait light. six months. Yeah, if you and, drop and like the, the single was currents or something like or, I don't know. Say the single was Jimmy Cooks. And yeah, then, and then yeah, we, yeah. We have to wait three months. Then he drops this. Then there's an issue. Like if people don't like it, yeah, because you've waited and your expectations are high. But there was no expectations. Cause, yeah, because there was no album. So and I like, wonder if that's why like it's called what it is and why the artwork is the way it is. Obviously, we've sort of talked about Drake artwork before. Once mm. again, uh, I don't know. I wish he put a bit more effort in. Yeah, you know, um, you could have done a cool like cover where he's like in a like party, like you, you could have, you could have taken how many uh, images from the music video, yeah, as always, because that music video is fucking yeah. is, is hilarious, like it's great, <laughs> honestly. So <laughs> now when he throws in calling my name, the second half of calling yeah, my name in there, on the floor, the fucking <laughs> when the fucking guy starts singing, um, <laughs> best I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's the thing, even even. If people don't fuck with that album, that music video is a way Drake gets some talking. You know, it's like way too sexy. The music video got everyone. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. He, he's, he's one of the most calculated people in music for a reason. But, and he, he like made House like Drake. He made it like yeah. corny and like a, like not that bad, but like, like your pussy. He's calling my That's so, it's Drake. That's such a Drake thing yeah, to like yeah. put in a song. Like, and I'm, I like it. I'm here. For yeah, it. I, I was gonna I think, say honestly, I, I wouldn't mind more of this. Uh, to some degree, like if he collab, if we remixed this. Yeah, I don't know if I want another. Project. I don't, I don't, I don't mean another project. But I just like, mean like I wouldn't mind like a couple of remixes. Yeah, chuck yeah. on like or a few features with um, other producers. In yeah, this yeah, lane. yeah. Hundred percent. Kate Trinada should 
remix yeah. anything yeah. off here. I don't yeah. know if him and Drake like have beef or whatever, but I think it's possible. I think we will. I, I, I think I, they I, would fit. Um, obviously, we we've talked about the weekend. Hundred percent. I would love to do, hear him remix one of these. I reckon I can see him doing like a um after hours where it's like here's the re- remixes. Yeah, he I adds think, on I think a few remixes good. to the bonus. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, it's, and I wonder if that might warm people up a bit more. Like, I don't know. Throw like Wizkid on Texco Green. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like, throw someone on one of these songs, and I wonder if people like, oh, let me give this another go. Yeah, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, because you are. Yeah, you're wrong. You're all wrong. You're all wrong about honestly. Never mind. It's a great fucking album. I'm telling you, cut this on rooftop brunch, chilling, no, bottomless mimosas. He 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 did it with um Afro beats and that. Like, I get it. Like culture vulture. Like, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Oh. Like, but he did it in that. In How dare he? Culture vulture house music. Yeah, but like he made that summer and. This yeah, let him, let him do it with this. Yeah, song. like it can it can be. There are some anthems on it. Hundred percent. So, but like I said, I just it shows Drake can do it. Where yeah, he can make a project where it's just one sound. For Definitely. Like, it just from now what I'm getting is he has to be inspired, and I feel like this was a moment where he's like, mm. let's lock into like the studio for a week and let's make this project. Yeah, because he like. I don't know, he just woke up and was like, okay, how? Like, he heard something and was like, yeah, I want to do my version of this. 100%. So I hope I, we get this, like, with other sounds, with other yeah. genres, like, where it's locked in. I mean, like, like, like people always like to joke, Drake, Drake's finished the story mode, he's just doing side quests now. If he just wants to drop <laughs> yeah. a different genre of music, you know, he's th- probably the best artist out at doing it, where he can just make any genre and... Pro- someone will like gonna, it. I was gonna say probably someone, gonna fuck with it to some degree. Someone will like it. Yeah, it's 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 Drake. Like. Mm, definitely. So now that we've alienated our entire music <laughs> audience, can't believe you called J- uh, Kendrick's album shit. Drake's <laughs> fucking sick. You lot mad dick riders. Yeah, when you put it like that, <laughs> that'll be the um, title of the video. What mad dick riders? No, no, be Kendrick shit. Drake could. <laughs> or why? Honestly, never mind. Is a better album than <laughs> Mr. Morale and the Big, big Steppers. Step. <laughs> Love it. Um. So, uh, I don't. I don't have any more music. Hot takes to give them. No, I think we we discussed everyone who we were going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Go over, go over pretty thoroughly for um, the break. Yeah. Uh, so I guess um, what do you want to shift into TV or yeah I'm happy to uh, what do you want to talk about then uh, uh, Stranger Things or kind of the Disney side of stuff with Kenobi and uh, um, should the we MCU and that so I have nothing <laughs> to say about the MCU currently <laughs> that's fair enough like I don't know for me I'm just like at the moment I'm just like tuned out of the MC same it's, same. Just, it's for me it's like yeah it's tired man yeah <laughs> they yeah, need yeah. to change something because I don't know like this phase what are we in phase four four this has been like for me like the worst phase easily <laughs> I, I, I think the thing is that I don't, I don't need 
us to build to anything. I don't need a Thanos, I don't need Galactus, I don't need whatever. I just need, if you're not going to do that, make the individual stories feel more individual and stronger. And you're spot on, because people keep, uh, Kevin Feige said this like a few times, like, yeah, we're not, we're not building towards anything. So then why do all the films still feel the same? Yeah, like, like cause it's, it, just let people do creative. Exactly, like when you look at, um, and the thing I find funniest is, the phase one films like or like the first cap the first four mm. the first uh few iron man films and that they felt more individualistic than the new films and they were building to something mm. like they were and, and that's the thing like okay yes it was quite vague then what exactly but we were building towards avengers and even then yeah we were building to the first avengers film like but um, here it just feels like they want to get back to phase one but with none of the creativity where it's just sort of like oh okay the the only thing that's felt truly on its own to me was moon knight and even then it just felt like another marvel thing. and it's only on its own in the sense that like we there's no mcu yeah that, that's what i mean um and i'm not even like i have no issue if you want to put seven cameos in your film like whatever but what i want like is distinct like yeah. a film to be distinguishable from another one so like um that's the, for all of its flaws phase one's movies are very their own yeah. thing like if, if that's you, the strength of them yeah yeah because like if you watch four and then you watch captain america like like i i, I couldn't believe they're different as i was watching the end of moon Knight, i couldn't believe what i was seeing <laughs> the second he like ran up the pyramid yeah as a sky beam shot in the air and two egyptian goddesses or gods had like a like kaiju fight giant. yeah i was like what happened like i've if you had told me ethan hawk and oscar isaac's characters were going to end up dueling on the side of the pyramid i would have laughed at the start of that i'll be like no clearly they're setting up that they're going to have a battle of wits you know that they're going to match brains and kind of have a talking yeah. finale and that's how they'll make this unique but nah mm. what if, what if he just got superpowers and could fight though i like the thing that is annoying about that is the stuff we get before is quite like cool when it's um mm. when he's like uh i In think the they're, they're implying he's dead and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. ethan hawk is now like his psychiatrist and yeah, that stuff yeah, was yeah. kind of interesting. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like You were sort of like, oh, man, this is what the whole show should have been. Exactly. But then, like like you said, it just immediately goes back to, oh, yeah, and by the way, like, his sidekick, oh, the girl he was with, she's now... Uh, <laughs> Superpowered, super and everyone has superpowers. Yeah. And even though Mo- Moon Knight going from a thing where no one has superpowers, not even Moon Knight, when we adapted it, suddenly everyone has powers and we end it with a fucking kaiju. For- like, I was like, what is happening? Like, wh- why? What was the reason? It's more expensive to do it this way. Mm. And it's a shame because, like, I don't, like, hate Moon Knight. Like, it's, after, like, it's been out for a while now, like, I don't hate it. Like I thought it was okay. It's probably the strongest Marvel show of the Disney Plus era. I think yeah, I think I agree with you. And it's probably better than the worst Marvel Netflix season. Probably better than Iron Fist. Hmm. I'll give it that. 
But is it good? Do I want to see more of it? And I feel like I'm just repeating myself like the MCU. You know? Yeah, that's like, the thing. It's like my views, everything is fine. Like you, you'll go in and have like an okay time. It's just mid, as yeah. far as the eye can see. But like, like if you, if you I, want, I feel nothing towards mm, it anymore. But if you want any sort of like movement <laughs> within you when you watch these films, yeah. you're not going to get. Anything. And I, I think I had this realization um, when I was I was talking to my parents because they. Were, they've seen all these movies they were like oh we'll probably go see Thor do you want to come and I was like I don't think so because I had a realisation where I've not liked outside of Shang-Chi or should I specify the first three quarters of Shang-Chi I've not really liked a single phase four anything Marvel have done they've all either been fine or some of the worst MCU stuff I've seen which is quite impressive considering this is the broadest scope of stuff. Well, let's break it down because I want to go through this properly then. So phase four, what have we got in phase four? We started with Black Widow, if you count that, which Which is maybe the most bizarre choice I've ever seen of giving someone a movie after we kill them. And like that film was crap. I like the first half of Black Widow. I, I, for me, like I didn't really enjoy it. I, I I enjoy. I, I think it's as good as any other Marvel. (laughs) But on the weaker side, I will say it, I, I I didn't really enjoy it. Nah. So we start with Black Widow. Yeah, was the definition of mid to bad. Then we get Shang Chi, which, as I said, the only one of these I've really enjoyed. And even then, I have to kind of forget that it ends with a big fight in the middle of a CGI field where there's a big monster that mm. is being a monster, and you're like, why? It's just for me, like <laughs> Shang Chi should have been like in the same lane as Black Panther. Like in terms of what that film did, like it for me, it was just another normal. Mm. I don't know. I've, for film. me, I really enjoy Shang Chi. Uh, as I said, the first three quarters of it. Until we get to the magical realm, <laughs> then it loses me. But the actual core film with the characters and his dad and all of that, I really enjoy. As I said, it's the only Phase Four thing I will say I enjoyed it. That's fair. Eternals, I haven't seen. A lot of good ideas, uh, not good movie. Um, <laughs> maybe the only MCU thing that actively feels like it's not in the MCU. I don't mean tonally. I mean, like, lore-wise. I, the only one of these where I'm like, I'm pretty sure this breaks the MCU. I get that vibe. Just from like what I've seen, it, it, it's the only thing I look at and go like, is this like the same? Which, which, which is like built into the Eternals, I'll say before all the comic fans get at me, where they're like, um, that's because originally they were supposed to not be in the Marvel Universe, but then they just put them there. <laughs> originally, the idea was like the Marvel comics existed in the Eternals. Like the Eternals oh, were really? real. Like they were meant to be mythic things. Where it was like history and da da da, da. But then... They were like, nah, Thor shows up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Eternals may be the only MCU thing I've ever seen where I feel like actively it like breaks the MCU from a lore perspective. It looks um, quite brazy. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. As I said, I, I appreciate they tried something. It's just then the Marvel formula kicks in and you're like, what is happening? I just, I can't, man. Like Kevin, I think Kevin Feige needs to like, duck. duck out. Like, after Endgame if you were gonna if if you were gonna do something new which you needed to do after Endgame you need to do something new like yeah. why keep the guy 
who like did everything. Before. Why is he so heavily involved? I know. Like, I don't get it. Then we get Spider Man, which I don't like. Yeah, I mean, and also the the thing with every Spider Man movie is they're almost cheating, putting them in whatever phase they're in because they they only come out as regularly as they do because there's a deal with Sony where they have to come out every couple of years or they lose the rights. You know, what I mean, like yeah. it, regardless of if you like dislike any of the Spider Man movies, in a way they're all just sort of in each phase for the sake of it. Yeah. Where it's just sort of like, oh yeah. Well, we, we we need to make another Spider-Man movie because we need to buy another yacht, so... <laughs> and it's like, um, for for the potential, like, for me, it didn't live up to it. Yeah, like, definitely. I, Especially when we got Spider-Verse, like, what, two years before? Yeah. I'll be honest, for me personally, it's probably the one I've enjoyed the most out of the films. It's probably the, new the second... I'll probably put it behind Shang-Chi. But even then, I, I, I just didn't really like, like it that much. Outside of, oh, mm. Tobey Maguire, <laughs> my boy. And then I didn't really enjoy it. The other one, obviously, Four Love and Thunder's just come out. I haven't seen that. Neither have I. The other one was Doctor Strange. Which you like. I liked, yeah. And I, I disliked. For me, I like it because it's, for me, like, it's the only one that's different. And don't get me wrong, it still has, it's still an MCU film. Outside of the visuals, though, I don't think there's anything there, is my problem. I think this is the weakest Marvel script, maybe ever. Really? Like, maybe. On a script level, I just... I've never seen a movie just go, she's evil now. I know. That, like, that, that you was know, shit. Like that, the, I, and it, it's not just, oh, she's evil. It's like the whole plot hinges on, she's evil mm. now. Don't think about it. I know we had a whole show about like her turning good at the end but like nah she's evil now yeah and just like everything in that other universe was some of the worst mcu stuff i've ever had to sit through i hated every minute of it really like (laughs) oh my god that other the alternate universe why does that exist you weren't fucking with the alternate events Uh, maybe the first movie I've ever sat in since Suicide Squad and gone none of these people were in the room together when they filmed this I don't think they were (laughs) exactly Elizabeth Olsen said she never met John Krasinski yeah which is like weird why why is that the case because they were creating this movie in freefall I'm convinced because originally it was meant to come out before Spider-Man Yes, yeah, and they changed the director. And so, so I think when they changed the director, they went, uh, "What do we do?" <laughs> and it's so weird. Like for a movie called Multiverse of Madness, it's weird. We only really go to one other universe. I feel like because Spider Man did it, they were like, uh, "But they, you don't go anywhere else." No, but like the because I, people expected this to be like. Uh, Spider-Man on steroids where like yeah, you've got so yeah, many yeah. cameos but I, I mean even that just going anywhere visually different like mm, for a movie even... called Multiverse of Madness why was the finale not them jumping like like a bit yeah. like Spider-Verse the ending where obviously that's they're all falling in on each other but what if it was like they keep jumping between realities and fighting in different like visually uh, like imagine that. Sam Raimi getting to do that where just boom they're in a different place boom they're in a different place like mm. I, it's just like yeah, I, 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 
I think it was a bad movie, which is rare I say about a Marvel film, where normally I'm like, it was mid. I I think, visually, the best Marvel movie I've seen, maybe ever. Everything Sam Raimi does, from a director point of view, I think it's fantastic. And I I think that's why I liked it, because for me, it, like we just said, nothing feels distinguishable. This film did, even if it was only visually. Like, yeah, I, you have to. My thing is it's distinguishable in that I think the script was diabolically bad. I mean, I, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I get why. I, I get your argument. I'm just saying, like, I thought, as I said, visually everything was great. It's the first Doctor Strange anything where I've gone, oh, yeah, they made him fun, like yeah. on a magic, cl- oh, in the films, where, like, the, the fight where they're using, like, mystical like mm. m- music notes and all of that stuff was fantastic all the like the the dream walking stuff yeah, the, yeah. like oh all of that fantastic but as i said just the script was terrible and <laughs> i never want to sit through the illuminati sequence again uh, unless yeah, you I, hold I, a gun I, to I my head i wasn't a fan of that i wasn't a fan of that at all because like number one it just didn't make sense how like Captain Marvel just body. I know a lot of things didn't make sense about that. Well, well, and just like it just felt so like forced. Yeah, yeah. Like Charles no, Xavier just rolls did. up, and you're like, "Whoa, it Charles felt, Xavier!" But it like, felt, it felt awkward. And yeah, like, like, yeah, like what you were saying, how like none of them were in the same room. You can feel that sort of thing where it just felt awkward. Yeah, like, there was no there was chemistry, no chemistry yeah. at all. So. It was, but again, for me, like I give it points because at least something's there was like a hint of like life. But is this why? Like this is why I hate Marvel now. Because why is that a point? Like how know, how know. desperate for like good movies are we? That the point is like it was nice to look at. It didn't hurt my eyes to look <laughs> at this movie. But that's that's a criticism of Marvel, man. Like, yeah, the, well, the, well and I'm doing? not being they funny. Need... I've not. Neither of us have seen Love and Thunder yet. Why does it look the way it does? But this has been a thing for like the whole phase. But this is like on step. Well, no, let's be fair. This has been a thing for a while now. Because Black Widow looked bad. Like there were some bits. No, but Widow even pre Endgame, things have been rough. Like visually, the Marvel movies have been deteriorating for a while. No, they have been. Yeah, but it's been bad. Like I mean, bad, even vi- like- I'll, I'll be fair. Even movies like Avengers looks bad. Well, the first one. The first one looks like a TV show. With good CGI, I'll specify. Yeah. But lighting-wise, it looks like fucking... T- like, when you compare it to a movie I don't like, but that came out the same month, I think, Dark Knight Rises. Like, visually compare those movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, Rises looks outstanding. It looks like a movie, whereas Avengers... <laughs> I don't know, like... And so, yeah, I think in general, Marvel movies for a long time, though, have been looking but but thor love and thunder looks like embarrassingly it looks, bad it like does, yeah it looks like a parody of like a marvel movie and visually like, considering... i'm not talking plot it could be the best story i've ever seen i doubt but it. but like considering the first four does look quite nice in places yeah well it was shot on film for one and then like since the first four they've all been kind of just just in from a four standpoint like yeah 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 they've all kind of been getting i don't know yeah <laughs> I, was say, I think dark world looks visually a bit better than Ragnarok yeah and then then Ragnarok to me is the definition of like the standard Marvel look where it's like everything's kind of grey but like if, but then in places it feels oversaturated yeah like try yeah. and make it look upbeat and yeah 100% that where you're just sort of like what? 
what's happening here? Are we just pumping these out? Is this no, but that, what we're that, doing now? That is what it is, though. They are pumping out so many films and projects now. Well, and the TV shows, I think, are having an impact and, as and well. And, like, I get it from that standpoint because it's hard to keep track on all these things. But then you need to look at your approach then. Like, why... Yeah. what? Why not cut down the films and try? I'd rather have two good films a year than like five mediocre ones. Well, and like they're moving past mediocre now into like bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how? Oh, and like, every Marvel movie and re- has there's been the debate over it. Is it even good? Yeah, yeah. And just on the point of visuals, like She Hulk looks bad. Like She Hulk looks shit. Uh, rough uh, why is a character that you need cgi for being done on a tv budget yeah. i don't understand it and like it's cheating to say tv budget with marvel because it's disney like but even then there there is it, it's easier to make something look good for two hours than it is for six that's fair at the yeah, end of the day but, but i mean I, th- this is disney this isn't just marvel kenobi looked rough in a lot yeah. of places yeah. like i i I think it's this new volume technology they're using. I think only certain people can use it well. First season of Mandalorian looks great. Batman used it, or the Batman used it. That looks fantastic. But I think a lot of directors maybe don't know how to... Because it's LED screens rather than green screen, isn't it? Right. So I wonder just where it's new technology. People just don't know how to use it. But then I find that confusing because like Mandalorian is a Disney... Like, yeah, but John, John Favreau is a very accomplished director, true. isn't that, he? Is true, the, yeah. I, I, and I think they just did a lot of pre-visualization work where they oh, storyboarded yeah. I mean, everything. I'm sure, and in like every episode of Mandalorian, like the credits, they just show you all like the pre-planned. Whereas they didn't do that for Kenobi. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he clearly knows what he's doing, at least from like a visual standpoint. Yeah, definitely. Mandalorian uh, is like beautiful, uh, uh, like, and I mean, all of Favreau's uh, Jungle that Jungle Book. I mean, even yeah. The Lion King, as much as I fucking hate that it exists, it looks good. Like, I'm not being yeah. fun. Like, like the the technology on display there is impressive. Whether it's a good anything a good apart move, from yeah. that is yeah. your own choice. But I'm not going to argue that visually it's not impressive what Favreau can accomplish, considering he doesn't really come from that style of filmmaking. You know, he made like a lot of offbeat comedies before. Mm prior to Iron Man. Didn't he do Elf? Yeah. He did do Elf. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like, he's not a blockbuster visual CGI person. Yeah. He's very much a character-driven comedy person, for the moment, which is why Iron Man 1 works so well. Yeah, yeah. It was a perfect balance. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the perfect example of they had no script or anything for that. They were fucking freestyling that whole movie. But some people can do it and some people can't at the end of the day. But, um... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what's come out with the films. Uh, what we have know. left to come out. <laughs> oh, what well, we are! Oh God, there's more. We'll, we'll the We're only halfway after. as well. Don't forget. There's still quite a few projects to come out. We'll talk about the TV shows after, but so we have the second Black Panther, which to come. is either way going to be a compromised vision from whatever they planned originally. I'm very curious. As so well, I'm I'm not saying it will be bad. I'm just saying clearly they've had to cross yeah mountains to make this movie which is like like oh like you you can cut them slack there like yeah 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 okay like but right we'll see we'll see about that one captain marvel 2 yeah 
Guardians. I mean, even Guardians, Guardians 3, 3, I don't feel much. I should feel more. I have faith in James Yeah, I mean, J- J- I didn't like Guardians 2, but... but after Suicide Squad, I, yeah. I, I, I have faith. Same. That That's the good. thing. That's the one I'm looking at where I'm like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Blade? I would be excited if it was an MCU. But this... This is the thing that's worrying me now, because before it was like, when before MCU had Spider Man, it was oh, if if Spider Man was in MCU, he would be mm. great. If if we had Fantastic Four and the X Men yeah, in MCU, would well. be great. But now you're just like, because that's another one to come. Fantastic Four. It's meant to be in Phase Four, ain't it? Yeah, that's the the closer, isn't it? Fantastic Four. And we get Ant Man before that. Which will be like the most MCU MCU film. Uh, I I love Ant Man One. I think it's for the MCU one of their stronger entries. I yeah, yeah, I, I, I I realized after seeing Ant Ant Man and the Wasp, is yeah, that the second one? second one. I realized that I think everything good in that movie came from Edgar Wright. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I think where they kept his original script more or less intact. I think well, you can still see elements of his style. Like, what's the um character? He's like uh, Paul Rudd's right hand man. Like, what Michael Pena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the way he, he he um tells the story. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a very has, Edgar Wright yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. So um, that's basically that sequence from Shaun of the Dead. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Go go, yeah. go down to Winchester and, and have a party. Blow it all blow over. Yeah, so, you know, it's basically that, but on steroids yeah yeah and it and like like you say like, Ant-Man 1 is a very enjoyable film I was gonna say I, I don't think it's like the deepest most fantastic movie but I think for the MCU it's in my like top 10 certainly I, I love Fair. Paul Rudd as yeah. Scott Lang I think he's great um, but yeah seeing the second one was like realising in slow motion like oh no <laughs> like everything good came from Edgar Wright I think like outside of maybe one or two things like, that is not a good movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that's one of the worst MCU movies. But it's just telling that, like, when they hire directors and they let them do what they are paid to do, yeah, you get, like, a you're at least going to get a semi-decent product. But, like, when you're just... I feel like now they hire directors that they can control. They Definitely. know they can just be like... Like, uh, I'm going to butcher his name. What, who? That's the fourth film. Taika Waititi. Yeah, like... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad director. Like I know people like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, or uh, the movie did before he did Thor. I know people really like that one. I can't remember what it's called, but but to me, it's like they 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 have a profile of a director they want to hire. Yeah, I mean, all, all, every MCU director, more or less makes a great indie movie, like a fantastic indie movie where everyone loves it. Like I I can't remember what John Watts first set of movies is called but people love it but they go oh man great movie when he got chosen they were like yeah and then it's like all his style and personality is just drained out of and i feel that way yeah taika watiti like like elements of the humor stay which is interesting (laughs) yeah but (laughs) it's also like the humor with guardians it changed Mm. where it feels now like like, whether you like the Thor movies or not, his character shifts so dramatically yeah. from the Avengers and first two Thor movies to Ragnarok onwards. Yeah. And I think 
every MCU character does that, where they just all they're all sarcastic, they're all self-aware, and it's like this worked when it was certain people. Yeah, because it was different. Like, yeah, Guardians worked because they were the only ones that well, were like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a silly man." Like when Scott Lang was the silly Avenger, it was cool. But when they're all, oh, I'm tri- tripping over and bouncing oh, yeah. off. The, I mean, even Moon Knight. They, oh, I'm, I mean, they did I'm his bumbling personality who's going to get in slapstick hijinks. Yeah. Like, every single one of them now does that. Where it's like, ha, 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 he fell over. That's funny, because he fell over. And, like, four... Jar Jar stepped in the poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's literally that, but, like, a whole movie of it. And it's interesting, because, like, four was, like, the most serious one. Yeah. And I, I'll be fair, the Thor movies didn't work. Yeah. Like, but... they, they, were not, they were the weakest received, not including Incredible Hulk... They were clearly a character they didn't know what to do with because they didn't want to commit to doing a full-on fantasy epic. Yeah. But I just... A Guardian's ripoff is not what I needed Mm-mm. from Thor. Yeah. Because why would you not just watch Guardians? Yeah, J- Guardians James Gunn... If you're aping James Gunn's style, I'm just going to go, well, man, James Gunn's good at what he does. And when he has no restraints, he, produce, he produces films like Suicide Squad. Yeah, or he does Peacemaker, which I didn't really click with. Oh, that's a bit different like, uh, it's a that's t- a TV like, show yeah. but uh, even then I, although I didn't finish Peacemaker at least it had a personality which is more than I can say for any Disney Plus show so far any of them so you didn't fuck with Peacemaker I thought it was trying too hard I, I can see like that, every yeah. we gotta make the funniest improv joke like it was clear they didn't have a script outside of the broad strokes what? and I think the other thing was like they it was very much people liked this character so let's give him a shot yeah yeah so like, and I know I, I like the direction they went in in the story it was just I felt like the story took back and I know I've seen a lot of people go oh no you need to get past that episode I think it's four where the story kicks in a bit more because it already was I think I saw the first three I saw up to where his dad went to jail and we found out he was like a neo-nazi yeah. and I was like oh okay but it's just I felt like it was so Improv, 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 quick story point. Improv, improv. Like, I, I don't know. It yeah. got away from itself a bit for me. But I appreciated it way more than I have any of these Marvel shows. Or even the Star Wars ones. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, we, we've said it before, and I don't want to, like, keep saying the same thing. But every Marvel show has just felt like another season of the Marvel show. Like, none of them are unique. They're all they they could be an anthology series. It it could be like yeah, like every episode is a different hero and yeah. But like on that on that topic, let's let's talk about the shows then. So <clears throat> phase four. Obviously, I mean it opened with WandaVision. Opened with WandaVision. Didn't that come out before Black Widow? Yeah. I think that was so. the first thing we got in phase four. So for me, WandaVision. I know, like towards the end. It lost a bit of steam, but I I think it's one of the best MCU shows, like that we got. I I'd, I'd say it was, for me, it might be my favorite. Just because the first few episodes are like a complete shift, where it's like, what is going on? Like mm. it's, it's it's um the mysteries there. So you mean when when it's the sitcom? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's not anything to do with the MCU, really. Yeah. 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 And I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I, th- um, I think um, first two episodes, very solid. 
third and fourth a bit weaker. Fifth got you really ready for a great finale and then six fumbled it. Flat, yeah. I am, of course, referring to every single one of these shows because they <laughs> all do the same thing. Oh, but... Like, episode, like it's insane how the episodes... Stri- First two episodes, great, get you hooked. Yeah. Third, kind of a miss. Fourth, almost, almost maybe like, the worst one of the series. You, Fifth, <laughs> oh, we're back. Holy shit, I'm ready for the finale. The finale, Flat. fucking dog shit. But, and makes you wonder why you even bothered watching. But like, it's, it's so crazy because... Like you say, the first two are good. Then you get like filler, where it's like, why do you need filler in a six-episode show? Like, it, you should you should be like you have less than half the runtime of any of the Netflix shows, and you do about a quarter of the, the story. They were thirteen episodes each, the Netflix ones. And, like, and our biggest criticism of them was they could be a few less. If you gave me six episodes of any of the Netflix shows, I think they would all maybe be better. Maybe even... I, I don't know about Iron Fist. I never watched it. But if you edited them down to be six episodes long, I think they would all slap. I think I think Daredevil is the only one that justifies being... Yeah, yeah. Years. And even then, I think season two, you could... You'd have to cut some plot lines because it's a bit overstuffed. But mm. if if it was shorter, I think it would absolutely slap. Yeah, I mean, ones like Jessica Jones, I think, would fit well. Yeah, definitely. She, I don't think she has enough. Well, don't worry, she's coming years. back. Her, her Daredevil and Kingpin are all back in this Echo show. Yeah, they are going to be... The Daredevil show will, like, break my heart because <laughs> I can tell what it's going to be like. That That's my thing is I'm just like... I, I've written it all off at this point where I'm just like, whatever you want to do, you can do. Like... But, um, following one of we get Falcon and Winter Soldier. This was the one that broke my heart at the time. Because WandaVision I was enjoying and then the finale I was like, this was kind of crap. Um, why did it end with just another palette swap fight? Um, I'm so... If, if any of your Marvel things and when you're scripting them end with a sky beam or a palette swapped fight where the hero and the villain are basically the same power set but one, has one is purple and one's one. red or yeah. whatever. Just... Delete those pages and come up with something new because I'm sick of seeing that. I'm sick of... It's been a problem since phase one. And at this point, it's like a feature of the MCU where it's like, oh, and the finale... Which is weird because the Avengers did so good at not doing that where Thanos isn't just a colour-swapped anyone. You know, he's a a unique character. They finally did it. And even, like, the Captain America... Um, the third one did it well where Zemo's not like a palette swapped he's not even the guy they fight at the end they fight Iron Man like you know what I mean They. it disappointed me because I was like oh no w- w- these are just formula yeah like I, I after WandaVision I was like okay the last episode was very formulaic but that was the last episode you know maybe they just fumbled the bag at the end there they didn't know how, they had this cool mystery didn't know how to end it so they were like oh just end it the normal way then Falcon and Winter Soldier hits and it's like, oh no, this is just the formula. And the thing that disappointed me about Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, you get very personal moments. Like Bucky, there was so much potential mm. potential there with him. Like the stuff with like his lists and the way Definitely. You know, he well, has to... Well, and even just him and Sam interacting. Yeah. They're, they're some of the most fun pairing of the MCU yeah like, they are they are because you like, know they're people, a bit in Civil War where Spider-Man beats them up is great yeah like. people love them in Civil War 
but then it's just like you have like I'm sorry but the villain was just I'm not talking about the, what were they called the um the flag smashers oh, they I don't know about <laughs> the, the the she was in solo in it yeah yeah and it wasn't good in that either but um, um and I liked uh is it John Walker yeah 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 I thought he was cool but then he I think they didn't know what to do with him yeah because he kind of takes a back seat yeah he like, he like what is villainous and then like just ducks what villain why do you need another villain you have evil captain America. yeah why do you need another villain i think they were shook oh we gotta be too political you know i i I genuinely think that's what crippled falcon and winter soldier is they wanted to make like a political thriller and then were like oh but we don't want to get political which is weird because you already did that with winter soldier and it worked like winter soldier isn't deeply political but it's got stuff to say about like privacy and algorithms and you know it's literally about the nazis infiltrating america and nobody noticed like and like it's the best mcu film yeah for that reason because it actually has a a, i'm not saying it's got mad deep layers but it has more to say and it commits to the plot whereas this is like it wants to talk about like nationalism and then like it's like oh no that's way too of a hot button issue let's just not let's end it with sam going you lot need to sit down and figure this out peace i'm I'm captain america now (laughs) and it's like and um is it sarah carter she's like Oh, was she the what's her, the evil born broker? Or <laughs> what's her name in it? What's, what power broker. Power broker. That's it. <laughs> Such know. a memorable show, and you bring Zemo back, and he's cool, but he's literally there he for was, like two he episodes. Was, he was sick though. Like, when he was yeah. there, he was cool, and then like you said, but, like you said with John Walker, he's there, and then he ducks. And they even like they give him the thing. Yeah, like, for one scene. Uh, Everything about it was just so like missed opportunities. There was a good show in there, and 100%. again they fumbled. I mean, I think all of these shows would have been a good movie, especially especially Falcon and Winter Soldier and Hawkeye. I don't think you watched. I haven't Hawkeye. seen Hawkeye. No. Hawkeye stinks of like this. Should have just been a fucking Disney Plus movie. Yeah, just a Christmas movie where they hawkeye and his new psychic who becomes the new hawkeye genuinely fight kingpin because who would have ever i don't i don't know if there's like someone out there that would have been like if there's one character we need the tv show of it would be hawkeye Mm. well well, and i I think we also hit the problem of you have manila in season two and wandavision back to back with the the big cameo and this like infects every Marvel show. Because oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was already filmed. It was supposed to come out before WandaVision, but COVID fucked that up. Yeah. But after those two, Mandalorian with Luke and Ahsoka and everyone that pops up in season two of that, back to back with WandaVision and Quicksilver. Oh shit, all the buzz. Mm. You know, oh, is Magneto going to show up? All of that. I think Marvel looked at, or Disney looked at that and went, from now on, Every show needs that. Needs the cameo. Because it, it hits with Loki, where the finale, oh, the whole thing is a mystery. What's going on with the TVA? What's this? What's that? Oh, it's uh, Kang. Kang, yeah. Setting up the future. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, I guess, but what? <laughs> you know, I think most people were just confused when they saw that. And then after that, it's like insane. Yes, well, you know. I can't remember what else we get. So, oh, then it's Hawkeye, of course. Hawkeye, then Moon Knight. We get Hawkeye where it's just Kingpin, Kingpin, Kingpin. Oh, but we can't reveal him. 
Yeah. We've got to save him for a fucking smartphone oh. picture reveal. As, uh, everything just feels rushed. And it's just a shame. Because um, they're, they're the biggest entertainment anything in the world right now. They don't have to rush it. They can spend the money. No, come on, man. You know, people are going to... How long has it been since Guardians 2? People are going to be there for Guardians 3. That's true of any of these things. Yeah. No, the fan base is always there. Like, I know we're, like, basically shitting on the MCU, <laughs> but people will always go see the films. People will see them now out of obligation. Yeah. And I wonder how long that will go on for, though. Like, is, is will there ever be a point where people are just like, yeah, like, I'm tired of this? I think if Phase 4 doesn't figure itself out, there's a potential where because people if, get a bit burned out, especially where there's no direction. Well, it's in a, it's in a bit of a, like, a sensitive place now, because... Number one, they need, like, I don't know, fuck whatever they're saying. They are going to build to, like, another Avengers event. Yeah, of course. But, like, now they have all these ca- new characters. And if these new characters have, like, no differences mm. to what we're already getting, what is the point of having different films? It's just, like, Blade, Fantastic Four, X-Men. Like, them three alone. Like, yeah. Especially, like, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Like, they're massive. Yeah, well, and they're talking about doing another Tom Holland trilogy. Like Yeah, also... Yeah. Um, and is it? Yeah. They still have. They have the rights to Ghost Rider, don't they? Yeah. Like if they ever do a Ghost Rider film, obviously they've got Daredevil back. All the yeah. street level. Well, street level. That's the thing. <laughs> and, uh, I, it just doesn't exist at the moment. Like a, yeah. a street level anything. I think it can't. Like, because for some reason in their heads, everything needs to be cosmic yeah. and like massive. <sighs> well, and. Yeah, I I I think they also have a problem of they know what before the directors used to come in and say I want to do a movie about this person, mm. whereas now they just announce the thing and pick a director. Yeah, you know, oh we're we're doing a uh, Fantastic Four thing. Oh who who's directing? Uh, this guy. Oh no, never mind. It's like we have the idea already. All we want you to do is come on board and like. Which I think is what has killed Star Wars as a movie thing. Is there like... Taika Waititi, you're doing a Star Wars thing. And he doesn't even know what it is. I was going to say, like, <laughs> what? why? And he keeps saying it as if it's like a good thing. Like, yeah, I don't oh, even I'm know working if on the story. The yeah. And but, it's like, what? but <laughs> did you? What, what was the pitch outside of, I made you this much money with Thor, I'll make you this much money with Star That's Wars. That's all it is, though. Where they're like, we want some of that. Like, yeah. People liked Ragnarok and... And we want the humour. Like, but what, what will his Star Wars film even be? I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to come out. It probably won't. I, I don't right? think any of these Star Wars movies are coming out. I mean, we, we had the one from Patty Jenkins, who obviously did Wonder Woman, was announced, and she ducked out. Ryan Johnson's trilogy, who knows? The guys that did Game of Thrones, yeah, who knows? Like, I, I think there's clearly a director problem at, Disney, but particularly the Star Wars branch, where they either really click and do like five movies with them, mm. or just bounce out. Well, it's because like <laughs> they even with um the sequel trilogy, it mm. was like chopping and changing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they um, I still don't get what happened with Colin Trevorrow. They hired him. Yeah. Then he gave their script in, and they fired him. Yeah. So they, like, and I'm like, but what did he pitch you on, or did you just go, oh, Jurassic World made this much money? Come on. Yeah. Like I, 
Star Wars is, is unique to Marvel in the sense that people don't see Star Wars for the director. They see it because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. But I think, Which is what Marvel have managed to do. But I think I think you're spot on with the the Jurassic World thing. Yeah. And it's the same with the Marvels. Like, your film made money. Well, and will you do as we tell you? Yeah. What Want an obscene amount of money to just basically have us ghost direct your movie sure and it sounds like the leaks of his script sound like he was trying to do something different with what episode the nine nine yeah it sounded weird it's i'm amazed that two versions of episode nine exist and neither of them are good (laughs) yeah i'm actually amazed but his one sounds like so different to what we got yeah oh yeah 100 percent. i just I'm always confused by the fact they hired him and then got rid of him when, or he left to do Jurassic World. They they did something just as like out there, where like, oh, purple team's back. Yeah. Like, oh, your thing was so weird and (laughs) out there, but we're just gonna bring back like the biggest villain in Star Wars. Well, and just I, I I think there it was like, oh shit, we know we want we we don't want to delay this movie. JJ Abrams, come on. I think that's what it was. They knew they didn't want Ryan Johnson back because the polarizing reception to his movie, and like, oh no, let's give it to JJ. Polarizing. <laughs> let's give it to the guy that started this. Sure, and JJ Abrams is a good like working director where he will crank out a movie for you. At the end of the day, he's very talented. Like he, the craft level of Abrams movies, regardless of the script quality he can direct the shit out of a movie on a deadline as well so and with a lot of constraints you know he came from doing tv he jumped over he did like the star trek reboot and that like it sounds like i'm dissing him but i genuinely mean it as a compliment i say like he's a great working director where abrams can just fucking knock out a movie yeah and so i get why they went back to him but it's just like just delay the movie I know, but this this the whole thing. Deadlines, money. Yeah. Same with like the video game industry where it's like no, you yeah. can't delay it though. Like you have to release it even if even if the game ain't finished. Even if the film Yeah, yeah. I mean to... I mean it's what we saw with Infinite when we were talking about that, where it's just like, Well, we promised them this date. We've given you one yeah. delay, so That's it. You need to deliver. And they only gave them that delay because there probably weren't a game to play. So. Well Well that and like I think because the public reception to that demo was so bad. Yeah. They were like, oh, not even we can force this out. Like, because there was barely a game to play when it launched. <laughs> like, they had to, like, release multiplayer first. And then, obviously, you got no... You're missing so many features. Yeah. But it's it's just the similarities between both industries. And it's and both of it is money-oriented. I was going to say, it, it just, just comes money. down to money at the end of the day. Oh, we, we pump it out. And I don't... I will never understand it because... Disney is like the richest company yeah. on the planet. Well, well, and like it's weird how they negate other like talking of game. Why? Where are the Star Wars games? Like, I, I, it's weird how the like Disney are so blind to certain things. Mm. Where like, why are all of our Star Wars TV shows only in two specific eras? They're either between three and four, or they're after six, and that's it. That's, that's all you're allowed. Like it. Why is there not a million different Star Wars shows in different it's settings? Because like, they want to play it so safe. Exactly. Like, um, Everything has to be cohesive. Yeah, they want to play it safe. Which is why I will go to my grave bewildered about Black Widow. 
they're also oh we've got to be cohesive this and that so let's make a movie about this character after she's fucking dead yeah. like bizarre, bizarre the most bizarre choice in all of Marvel's when history when is that set when is Black Widow set between Infinity. Civil War Civil and War. Infinity War yeah I because obviously she dies in Infinity War no which, she, she dies, dies in Endgame, Endgame. sorry <laughs> it's, I'm telling you the most bizarre choice Disney have ever made film wise is releasing Black Widow then I can't even say it's because they wanted like a female superhero thing because they'd done Captain Marvel already yeah and they had like seven other projects <laughs> and Black Widow has been around since 2009 2010 when's Iron Man 2 yeah. Yeah, yeah literally she was like one of the first um, Avengers and they were doing all these TV shows so why not just do like a Black Widow Disney Plus like I, I, as I said the most strange choice I've ever seen yeah but yeah I don't know we'll see we'll see with the MCU but right now I'm not it's same as you like, I'm not rushing to see any of these films like, yeah same even for like, I probably know. won't see it I mean I haven't seen Ms. Marvel I was interested because like Christian Bale was in it, and I was like, I think he he would be good. But I mean, Christian Bale's a great actor, yeah, but I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of questionable decisions made with. Uh, I just, I, th- I think I said it a couple of pods ago. Where I I just think it's the wrong material. Um, hmm. Jason Aaron's run on Thor does not lend itself to Taika Waititi's style, so I I yeah. just. Yeah, I I think it's a mismatch of like, well, this is the most popular Thor movie we've had in ages, so obviously keep that director. Yeah. And this is the most well-known Thor arc so in many, recent history, yeah. and it's got girl Thor in it. Perfect. Oh no, they're fundamentally different styles and kind of incompatible. <laughs> oh no, who'd have thought? <laughs> and also we're cranking out like eight of these a year, and Tiger Woods on like five different projects at once so i'm not really surprised that this one was kind of phoned in you know yeah thank god he didn't go through with that akira reboot because that might have been the worst mismatch of director and source material i've ever seen genuinely because akira's like a dark bleak fucking movie for real i i just I don't know, man. And also, uh, let's just stop live-action anime remakes. I feel like they kind of they've kind no, of. Did, out, did you not see the Duffer Brothers are doing Death Note? I thought we already did Death Note. No, 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 we're back. We're back, baby. But is it like a new IP? Because they, they, the Duffer Brothers are doing like Netflix have basically got them to make like a label where it's like or a studio. It's like, like Duffer Brothers. Yeah, like or I think it's called Upside Down Productions. So obviously they're doing the last season of Stranger Things. They're doing the spin-off, and they also announced uh, and, uh, something else and Death Note live no action. How did I miss that? I was going to send it to you. <laughs> That's interesting. I think we just need to stop. Like, I mean, none of them are good. I was. It, has there ever been a good one? I mean, I've never heard anyone go. Oh man, live action one fucking slaps none of them are good and Netflix just tried this with Cowboy Be- Cowboy Bebop and, and look it that. was fucking diabolical <laughs> so what? why it's like Sony no matter how many times they fuck it up they're still like nah but there's gold there's gold in them hills it's because people will watch it and like on paper if you told me the guys that made Stranger Things are making a Death Note thing I'd be like 
like you'd read that on reddit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh, yeah that's, that's kind of cool yeah yeah but oh know, man yeah like so people will watch it anything they do now people are of watch. course just because stranger things is massive but yeah it's just interesting that they keep trying to shit out <laughs> like anime live action. That's, and, and as I said, and they've never been, never. No, but, and the other thing that's crazy is they did a Death Note thing. Yeah. It was shit. <laughs> and it was Netflix. It was Netflix. It's not even yeah. like, I don't know, Prime did it and Netflix no, got no, the rights was, to Death Note. It was a Netflix original like, and it was crap. So why are you doing it again? That's the thing, like, I, I oh, know. but that was a movie. The, the, prob- the problem with that was it was a movie. Oh, it's a show. <laughs> I think it's a show interesting i just i I just think if you ever go from live action to animated anything or sorry animated to live action anything you're failing immediately just because there's a reason you're so much more limited yeah yeah especially with anime like it's it's so many animators are like over the top visually yeah it will never look as good like for one yeah like how in live action could you do what's her name his Misa. Yeah, how are you going to do Misa in live action on any level without fundamentally changing? Like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Like, I mean, even um, just the visual style in general of all the different Death Gods and like, it looked weird, and they just adapted them in the movie. Mm. But having them just chilling there just looked weird in live action. You know what I mean? Like in in the manga and in the anime it works because their drawings or like they fit in a bit more in the yeah. universe because they're not a weird CGI monstrosity. And it's it's, it's like, all the same uh, artist. Yeah. It's all, you know what I mean? Where, same style. Whereas like when you put him in live action and he's yeah. just there yeah. eating his apple, you're just like, that looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and not in a good way. Like it's just like, a, what are we doing? And the thing is like, Death Note is like one of the most toned down styly As yeah, like, from, for the say, most part I mean, just, that's why it's like the edgy appeal of it yeah like, oh yeah you fucking but like how could you do people. something like uh, i don't know any other anime live action. literally just, cowboy just, bebop i don't know how they yeah, did that. it just wouldn't look as it's not gonna it's look as weird good. sci-fi yeah like yeah, or like ghost in the shell or yeah yeah it's <clears throat> it just will never look as good 100 percent. like oh god i forgot ghost in the shell they did that yeah yeah they won't stop they won't stop and that's as we said none of them have ever worked ever there's not been one good one I've never heard anyone go because I'm not like super into anime I only know like the bait ones and no one's ever recommended to me oh man I tell you what you should try out the live action bleach (laughs) (laughs) yeah like no one's ever gone yo the attack on titan live action one kind of hard they they are genuinely and they're they're like all shit like it's not even like it's not even like oh it was alright I yeah. suppose it's all like man what the mm. fuck did I just watch but that's that's very interesting I didn't know that how they were doing the brothers Duff they're they're back for another one I can't remember what the other thing they announced was as I said I know it was the Stranger Things spin off what is the spin off do we know they won't say they just say it's um unrelated to um the main story it, like it's not a spin off about like eleven or whatever you know what i mean like it, it's gonna be a new set of so on that topic i think to finish with should we let's have you finished stranger things yeah 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 have you yeah. oh uh, it was a stephen king adaptation which i'm actually quite uh, excited what, for what uh the book? talisman which is what she, uh he's reading to max at the end of the latest season that's the book he's reading no way yeah i haven't actually read the talisman it's on my list but 
anything Stephen King I'm there for. <laughs> and like Stranger Things is already so like Stephen King influenced. Like I tr- I trust them with that. Where I'm like, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, I. But it's yeah, definitely. I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's like it's it's one of the things that are curse. It's like video game adaptations. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it never works. Like why do yeah. people keep doing it? because they make money like yeah yeah genuinely it's because anime makes so much money even if we get 10 percent yeah of death notes audience yeah and like netflix is like big for anime yeah exactly there's so much on that that's the connection but they're like zero for zero like cowboy (laughs) top and shit and death note i'm not even but death note they've already tried and it was crap like it was so bad so bad i don't get that it's just like do anything it'd be like if in like two years sony were like morbius and just acted like they hadn't already made a morbius movie and like yo morbius i think they probably forgot they did definitely i don't blame them (laughs) it was pretty forgettable although i yeah i get what you're saying about it looks like real real looks kind of cool kind of cool he sticks out he's cool in the sense that he just looks like Ryuk. Ryuk like they didn't fucking redesign uh, him and it is Willem Dafoe yeah, who like is like a good choice yeah absolutely like, but it is like it just it's so odd. everything about the vibe is like because they're trying to do dark and serious oh, and they like then, fuck like, up every character yeah. <laughs> every other character is like completely different yeah I mean they literally ch- change the names of half of them yeah like come like, on relax uh, yeah well and just trying to condense it into a movie was already a weird ch- choice yeah like, like you have how there's much so content. much yeah yeah like i get it there's there's only the one batch of death note it's not like i don't know naruto or something where there's ten thousand. Like, it's still like but a lot. i was gonna there's say but it's, it's still a full like however many episodes of the anime no but and and the like the manga quite, like, yeah. yeah it's not like a, a one thing like yeah it's not like a kira or ghost yeah 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 where you can kind of see how they adapted that like mm. yeah but um stranger Ryuk things to, <laughs> to, to, to his job because i don't know um yeah okay uh well, obviously we've kind of talked about season four but i guess just generally i think we both really fucked with season four the first half um, yes uh, no i really liked it um overall i thought it was good mm. I, I, I said it was great it was long it was long lie. and um, i think in places it didn't need to be that long like for me i know there was a lot of plots going on yeah and like everyone was so separate but you know they've already talked about next season they want it to be shorter and i'm like that makes sense because this is like after three everyone was so split up they they had to write them back in time yeah at the same time i thought certain plots didn't need to be there or to be that long yeah i think to me the main one was uh the guys tracking down Eleven, the um, army dons. No, nah, not that because they're not too. I mean, they lit the show literally forgets about them in the last episode. But uh, I meant more Mike and that lot, where they go to a lot of places just to track her down. Yeah, yeah, sort like of thing. Where it's Susie... like bro, she, you could have just done that, moved on. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, for me. It's like, how do we stretch out their plot so it lines up with? Yeah, what's yeah, going literally. On we we can't have them get to eleven too soon because yeah. otherwise they'll be there when the army attacks. Yeah. But but like, it's not a massive. Yeah, no, I, it just I felt. I think this was definitely one of the best seasons yeah. for me. Um, the thing, yeah. Um, 
I will give you. You were right about Vecna. Yeah. Where he is the ruler of the Upside Down. But it's like weird. It's like he. It was already there, but he shapes. It. Yeah. Which I will say, I think it's kind of lame. I didn't like it. Like I, I didn't like it. The Upside Down went from this cool like weird fucking place to with, where it's like a force of nature no it just hates us and, and they're doing that thing where it's like yeah but it was him all along yeah he was yeah, never yeah. we only thought about him this season but he was behind everything people are already trying to be like it's him that kidnaps no I, I hate it's I not hate the demogorgon when, it was Vecna I hate when like things do that yeah it's a fat retcon and like why <laughs> like just he can just be there like and just like there. why did it take him this long yeah yeah, like what was he just lazy? He was like, "Oh man, I don't really want to get involved." Like, there's, there's literally season one, like there's a pool. <laughs> yeah, like well, he didn't know there was a pool. Season two, there's a massive pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And then yeah, I shaped the mind flayer because I like spiders. <laughs> That's <laughs> lame, why he looks like <laughs> And just like Vecna was cool in the first half. I was like, "This guy so is cool. terrifying!" Like he's cool. genuinely was one of the best villains and because he, he was unique because he had a personality. Yeah. And then they had to give him like a super detailed backstory. Like, yes, like I shaped well, and like three world. backstories. Yeah, they're like so. He's Freddy Krueger's son. He's also number, number one. one. He's also the guy that shaped the upside like it's too yeah. much it felt like they were stacking a lot on uh, he, yeah like he, mind flare was all him yeah like, season like, three like yeah that's what they want about and i don't like that because it's bait like they only thought about him this season yeah exactly and you can't tell me otherwise like i hate i just don't like when things do that yeah, yeah it feels yeah. cheap and as i said i and also i don't like it because it, it gives the upside down like a face and it's which like, i think is lame because it's just like hmm. if you're gonna do that he needs to be more tied in where like he doesn't really have that much beef with Eleven. Like, okay, Eleven sent him to the upside down, but in the grand scheme of things, he kind of prefers it. Like it's making him a bloke doesn't really make me any more invested than when a monster kidnapped Will in season one. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it, it doesn't, he's not tied enough into the main, like him and Mike have no beef outside of Mike doesn't want to die. It was more like, their beef was with the upside down. Exactly. And and um, you have all this cool lore, three seasons worth of lore, and then you're just cheaply going, yeah, it was this. It's like, yeah. And it's like you say, um, he has no like personal connection to anyone yeah. other than L. And even then, as I said, it's not that strong to like. Well, yeah, because and like they wreck on him in to <laughs> when they massacre the um. All the numbers get massacred. Yeah, yeah, place. yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I don't know if there's a plot hole, but you know when um, Papa <laughs> at the beginning of season four, Papa's mm. with another kid. Yes. In the room. Yeah. And then he hears all the massacre. Yeah. But then, like, flashback, he was watching it on the monitor. No, no, no. I think that flashback is him rewatching the tape. He's rewatching. I, I think that's because obviously he comes in and he's like, "What did you do to Eleven? Because he didn't. No, it wasn't her. Right. I think the idea is afterwards he then rewatched the tape and went like, "Oh shit!" And she pushed him through the. The thing I didn't like is I didn't like the idea of him searching the upside down for one. I, I was yeah. like, uh, I kind of just preferred it when they were like, "Oh, we found this thing. Let's just send people in and see what happens," <laughs> rather than him being like, "I want to find number one." Because yeah, it's like it's too. Because was it because they wanted information on the Russians? <laughs> 
Yeah, is like it a mixture. Like what? What's it? Just, it it's too many plates because they're trying to push in. Vector was the big bad. And yeah, we need, yeah. We need yeah. the final I, I season to final be the. Season. It needs to be the world's verse. Like <laughs> well, don't worry. Yeah. Final season, like four episodes in. He's gonna get one shot by like Robin, and then Eleven's just gonna turn evil out of nowhere, and like Michael have to stab her at the end of the show, and that's how it went. And Michael like go live in the upside down. Yeah, that's how it went. And my only other thing is, it felt like <laughs> oh, and when Vecna dies, all the upside down just dies. They all yeah, die because they're it. a hive yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though we've killed like plenty of Demogorgons and that, if you kill Vecna, they all die. Even though like, there was Demogorgons before him, but. <laughs> But like the the other thing was like not only did he feel like a, a bit shoehorn, for me it was like towards the end they like rushed in to be like, yes, like final season. Mm. It has to be. The, the yeah, I th- I feel like they wanted to do the upside down invades the world, but we're like uh, that's kind of a final season thing. So they like do it and then immediately like actually nah. Yeah, and then it's like the shot where like they're all standing on the hill. Yeah. Which I, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I like that everyone's back. Mm. Um, it's just, it's like all the mystery and that's kind of gone. That's my big thing. I, as I said, I, I like the upside down being this, just this dimension that just like wants to kill us. Because yeah. like, that's what it does. And like he has the power to shape the mind flare and control the mind flare, but like he does nothing. With it. Well, and they're trying to, they're already trying to be like, well, the particles, they're not the mind flare, they're particles. Yeah. Even though we had two seasons, I get the problem is we, we had two seasons of the mind flare, mm. you know, and, and the Duff of the brother's Duff <laughs> definitely, um, respond to criticism because, yeah. you know, season one received great. So season two is basically just season one again, just more. But then people were like, season two is way too similar. Yeah. So season so. three is like totally different tonally, visually, everything. Mm. And then a lot of people were like, oh, it's too much. So season four, they went back to like dark, like Hawkins, da da da. Yeah. There's no neon anything in that whole series. <laughs> and so, you know, and also people were like, the Mind Flayer again. So here they're like, oh, this time it's a bloke. It's a brand new villain, like. Who was behind? Yeah, <laughs> and so I think just where they're trying to wrap it all up, they're they're doing the Night King, you know. Yeah. Oh um, no, they're not a force of nature. They're, it's this guy. You just gotta fuck up this guy. Because I guess it's like, what they couldn't have done the Mind Flayer again. Yeah. Really. Like, I mean, but but couldn't, uh, the the way they do him in season three, I fucking love. Yeah. Like you could have done another Buki transformation where it's sort of like. Every time it gets fucked up, it tries a new way yeah. of and like until beefing. It just breaks through. And yeah, like, world. I don't know, have like 20 demogorgons come through the portal and like fuck up Porkins. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I think you could have done more cool monsters rather than just. I, I, I think Vecna should have got smoked at the end of this season and yeah. Mind yeah. Flayer I, has all of his army ready next season. What I would have preferred. What that. I thought they would have done or should have done is like. He's he's getting bodied and then the mind flayer like takes control of his body mm. and like possesses him and or like the mind flayer kills him and top tops him and then yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the mind flayer's back <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> well and like I thought that's what they were setting up when you know they're in the the gulag and yeah, they're like yeah. oh where have the particles gone and they're like oh and he's saying it went in and then he dies and they're like oh it must have gone in the demo gorgon and that yeah. 
I thought the twist at the end was going to be after Vecna gets smoked, we see like a bunch of Russian guys have been like possessed. That would have been sick. I thought that's the direction they were going in. Yeah. Rather than just like, oh, uh, I guess the particles just went in other stuff from the upside. I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, because but like, it feels yeah. like they wrote that scene where they were like, and the mind flares here. And yeah. they were like, okay, but what do we actually do with that? Yeah, because like, oh, <laughs> they, I don't know. When in the Demogorgon. When they get it out of will, it flies off. But when, yeah. when they kill the Demogorgons, it's just, what is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just sort of like, I was so certain. I was like, oh, the twist is going to be, because he died before he could say where it went. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, they're going to think it's all the upside down monsters, but we're going to see some Russians yeah. who are like, tweaking and then they'll come to hawkins and that'll be season five like oh shit the mind flare's here and it's like set up you know it's not like three where it's sort of weaseling its way in like here it's it's here it's back and it's pissed it's been in this russian death camp like it's back you could have done it yeah like or even have it like because it takes over vecna it then gets intelligence yeah yeah and it can speak and yeah i don't know it's like I said, when you just you bring in a character, and then you just write in, yes, it, it was, was all him. him. It was all him. It was all him. There's never like any reference to this, but I don't know. I'm still overall that I, I was gonna say I, th- I think it was a good season. Yeah. Um. I th- I I think a bit long, definitely, mm. but I think it got everyone to a place. I'm quite excited to see where we go. With where we it. finish. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a good time for it to finish as well. Definitely. Season four. Like. Yeah, I just think um, Netflix is going to be in trouble afterwards. Because, <laughs> like, what do the, they have? that is what their else? show. Like, what else have they got, though, that's, like, big? Obviously, they've got Top Boy. Squid Game. Squid Game. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know apart from that. Because, obviously, they, they have, like, the stuff they get off AMC, like Breaking Bad. and I know, but, like, that's, that. that's, that's not, that's like, alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, shows that are still coming out. I genuinely don't. As I said, apart from, what do you say, Top, Top Boy, which is ending. Yeah. And Squid Games, which has only had one season. So, who knows if another season can recapture. Like, it's yeah. just, we don't know yet. So, Strange things done after this one. I think that's no, Netflix. They must have like. some other big shows that we're forgetting. Umbrella Academy, do you watch that? I had tried, couldn't get into it. I want to give it another go. But even then, that doesn't have like the reach of yeah these yeah. other shows. I don't think. Like, I think it's Sex Education. Yeah, I'll get, yeah. There you go. That's probably it. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Heard it's good though seen the first season which is oh, good because yeah. the guy from it he's going to be uh, Doctor the Who. Doctor yeah. that's quite cool I think yeah he's a good casting although like, I don't care about <laughs> Doctor Who <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I'm only excited because Russell T Davis is coming back so I'm here for it what did he direct which he, Doctor did he uh, uh, David Tennant Christopher Eccleston David Tennant so I'm here for Fair it enough. <laughs> the the golden years yeah I was gonna say Doctor Who's been uh, it's been ghosted for a while BBC they've uh, yeah. been bugging they got nothing now like Sherlock's <laughs> fell off a fucking yeah. cliff let me is that done that. Sherlock it better be but like did it did it, <laughs> <laughs> did it finish like, like uh, it stopped no like, but like it, did it like end it doesn't wrap up but it, oh, okay. it's got an ending yeah. 
But like, like it just did, ends with like, and then they go off to do more cases. But did they say this is like the final season? Was it like market? I think so. Oh. Yeah. Shut up! I've seen the first season. It's quite good. I don't know. It's so hit or miss. Stephen Moffat. I don't know. Didn't like him on Doctor Who. Didn't. Uh, I heard Dracula's good. Haven't watched it. Is that the oh yeah the BBC one? It, it's oh yeah. It's like seventy percent a good. Sherlock. Oh, so it's a Stephen Moffat thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said Sherlock. Seventy percent of Sherlock it is pretty good. It starts off really and cool, then like, and then it's just like. Uh, well, I think yeah. we've uh, we've brought you all up to speed. So we're up to date now in pop culture. That's it. So we're <laughs> gonna go for another month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you uh, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed hearing us sort of have a broad ramble, I think. Uh, We'll, we'll see what happens, but maybe next episode we'll do another focused and we'll sort of alternate like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you uh, enjoy this episode, uh, give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, depending where you are. We're a, don't start a podcast on basically every social media or podcast platform, so make sure you hit us up. Um, let us know your thoughts on anything we talked about, really. Uh, obviously... The new music. Did you fuck with Kendrick's album? Did you yeah, fuck with Drake's that's, album? That's gonna be the big one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, are, are you excited for the MCU? I think that'll be it for now. Us yeah. talking about MCU. Yeah, yeah I, I can't because we we keep treading on the same thing. <laughs> well, and just like I don't I don't see anything coming out that's gonna change it. Uh, we'll probably talk about when Matt Murdock and Kingpin roll up. But yeah. apart from that, I can't see anything dragging us no, back in no. in the near future. Not, not yet. So, yes, we'll. we'll I, I don't know what the next topic will be, so I'm sorry I can't hype you up, but we'll we'll figure something out. That's and, it. That's um, it. Catch you hopefully yes. next week. Consistency. <laughs> Peace.